Hello, everybody, and welcome to Volume 2 of Brat Slime series, Beyond the Brats. And in Volume 2, we will be talking about the early 2000s icons, the Diva Stars. Now, guys, before we get into it, I know it's been a while since we saw Beyond the Brats, and I want to thank you guys for all the love and support on the Mycene episode. That one, that was a lot of time, a lot of work, and I'm really glad you guys enjoyed it. It was really fun to do. It was something I was looking forward to doing. And I'm really excited to finally dive into Volume 2. I apologize for it being so, so long, but these episodes, these Beyond the Brats, they do take a little, a little more work, a little more work. Um, But Diva Stars definitely was not as... uh, time consuming or there wasn't as much to look up or research compared to my scene because my scene had a much longer tenure as a doll brand and diva stars was pretty short so that was pretty nice but i'm very excited to get into diva stars now before we get into everything diva stars i'll start off with my history with the stars so growing up i definitely knew about diva stars i played a lot of the website, I had the PC game, I had the Summer Diva Stars doll growing up. Summer was my favorite character. And I don't know, I don't know if it's because it was such a short-lived doll brand, but I feel like not a lot of people knew about Diva Stars, or I don't know if that's right, but I feel like they don't get talked about as much, or I feel like a lot of people know about the brand because of the website, but maybe not a lot of people had the dolls. I don't know, but it was definitely of that era of, you know, the internet was just kind of becoming a thing. I was just discovering the internet, and Diva Stars was definitely on the list of websites I was visiting. And I feel like I I had the summer doll, and this is like the doll that was like the first edition, the one that was like talking and everything. Summer was my favorite character, so I had the doll, but I feel like it was definitely in that era of where like I played on the website and the PC game a lot more than the actual dolls. So that's kind of what I remember it most was like playing games on the website, the little webisodes they had, playing the PC game a lot. I don't really remember getting the fashion dolls or anything like that. I think I got a pet plushie, maybe? But Diva Stars to me, they're such an integral part of like early 2000s doll culture, I guess. Like they were a short-lived brand, but they they made their mark and I mean, I'm excited to really get into the nitty-gritty of them, and I hope you guys are too. So you're probably wondering, what or who are the Diva Stars? And we are going to find that out. From Wikipedia, it reads, Diva Stars was a series of fashion dolls created and released by Mattel in the fall of 2000. They are similar in design to the MGA Entertainment Bratz dolls released in 2001, and the Mycene dolls released by Mattel in 2002. Original four dolls, Alexa, Nikki, Summer, and Tia, Summer was later replaced by Miranda, were offered in the original debut. The line was discontinued in 2004. Now we're going to put a pause on the Wikipedia, and a friend of the pod, Justin, had sent me some really interesting articles related to the Diva Star, so we're going to jump into an article from NZ Herald, and it reads... Does the latest techno doll capture imaginations or hold them hostage? Catherine Masters reports, Just about everything about the Diva Stars dolls depends on your worldview. 
They have big, melting, vacant eyes, big hair, trendy wardrobes, and annoying, endearing, computerized American accents with a giggle that literally lights up their lips. They embrace stereotypes. The blonde one is obsessed with clothes and her hair, or they reflect the interests of young girls. They use clever marketing techniques, or tacky advertising. Whatever you think, at $100 each, they also have a big price tag. Nikki, Summer, Alexa, and Tia are the next big thing to hit toy outlets. Mattel sells them separately, but says that because the dolls talk to each other, other girls will want to buy the lot. The marketing of these diva stars is pretty coolerific, a diva star term, like fabulicious. One, for example, apparently asks for a vest she does not come with. The party of four, with oversized heads, tiny bodies, and huge feet, come from the makers of the immortal Barbie. They play games via their CD-ROM technology, such as Minute Makeover, the fashion guessing game, and the hairdressing game. They talk on mobile phones and tell secrets, and were the most popular girls' toy in the United States last year. But some adults recoil in horror, and the dolls do beg a lot of questions. Are they really airheads obsessed with clothes and hair? If so, are they bad role models for children? Will they contribute to future cases of anorexia? Do they stunt the development of your child's imagination? Or are they fantastic because they introduce children to the ever-changing world around them, extending their learning in new and dynamic ways? Mary Bagby is a play specialist who knows her toys. The Auckland woman, formerly of America, has sold toys, is a teacher and early childhood educator, and has worked in medical play. Her first impulse as a parent on sighting a diva star doll was, oh my god. She has since studied the dolls and watched children interact with them. While her initial reaction stands, she says she retains an open mind about these dolls, and other cutting-edge toys still to come. For a start, girls love them. Boys are also intrigued, and, she says, over the next 20 years, virtual reality will become available at a common price, so maybe we should get used to it. While she worries, her 12-year-old says, lighten up, because the dolls are fun. But their marketing, she calls tacky. Get this. They do this kind of subliminal marketing because they say, let's have a party for summer. Now, this is between two other dolls, so they're asking for a third doll. Mattel New Zealand Group brand manager Catherine Harvey denies their subliminal advertising. Instead, she says, the advertising communicates the basic play patterns of the dolls. A girl can interact with the doll on her own, or the dolls can interact and the girl can play with a friend who has a doll. Mary Bagby says the doll's appropriateness for girls aged 5 to 10 depends on the child. My own prejudices are that I enjoy kids that can take a piece of cloth and turn it into a cape and a turban and this and that. If that's the kind of kid I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't worry about them. She would be concerned, however, about a child whose only stimulation was toys like the dolls. The debate about whether dolls are healthy role models took place when Barbie, with her long blonde hair and hourglass figure, stormed into bedrooms around the world. It's the what in the hell are you telling the little girls debate. The plus side of it is that a young girl's ticket into the glamorous world of the model with the feather boas and stuff that they will never ever have, and they know they will never have it. At least in the old days, they knew they would never have it. Today is different. Nowadays, with your anorexia and your hair extensions and your Barbie doll parties and your implants, suddenly that is possible, so it is a concern of mine. Catherine Harvey says the dolls are not stereotyped. Their play patterns are based on four general areas of interest to girls. Sport, the environment and animals, technology and fashion. They speak in a language girls can understand, she says. The hair or skin color of the dolls is not directly related to their personality characteristics. 
Mary Bagby says the dolls tell secrets. One she heard was, I'm afraid of spiders. Does that encourage children to be afraid of spiders? Maybe, maybe not, says Mary Bagby. See, there are two sides to each thing that they do. They will say that these are issues that kids think of, and there are many kids out there that are afraid of the dark and afraid of spiders. So is it reinforcing it, or is it sharing with them a common problem? The children don't carry their way, she says. They were fascinated by the flashing lips and loved a doll that would tell them, Ow, stop pulling my hair. Catherine Harvey says all the doll's play and speech has been designed to relate to girls with attitude and personality traits familiar to girls. Mary Bagby says the big head, big feet, tiny body look comes from the Hollywood lollipop syndrome. A giant head and tiny little bodies. But Catherine Harvey says they are based on the popular anime look from Japan and are not generated from any real body images. They are designed to look out of this world. As for their big feet, they accommodate their infrared sensors and batteries and are an anchor weight. Each doll is approximately 9 inches tall with plastic clothing and combable hair. The owner can change the doll's outfit by snapping on different pieces of clothing. By using small metal contacts in the clothing and the body, the doll knows which outfit she's wearing, and it will respond accordingly. Alexa, for example, replies with statements like, You have a great sense of style. I love my pink evening gown. Do you think it makes my eyes look bluer? The dolls were also made to talk to each other and have conversations. I am now going to be reading an article from the Denver Post about the Diva Stars' success, and it reads, Diva Stars, all four of their big-headed selves are ever so much what they preach, hip, cool, and trendy. And at less than $30 each, they are relatively cheap for a doll that does 40 or 50 things and has nine minutes of speech at the ready. Quote, they really hit the play pattern of little girls with this one, quote, says Chris Byrne, editor of the Toy Report. My girls take turns with them, telling them secrets, which is cute, and playing games with them, says Lynn Collins, a Laguna Beach, California mother with two daughters. The best thing, says eight-year-old Dakota Banda of Laguna Beach, is that you do lots of stuff with them. And they've managed to succeed this wildly without benefit of a great deal of advertising. My girls didn't want them until they saw them in other kids' hands, Collins says. I think we were in a store when they first noticed. Burton says Collins is right. He says Mattel must have been taken by surprise by demand. He says they probably consider the toys to be a promising but small brand. Byrne also says the only commercial he can remember for the Divas is one that was really a Target ad. He says most of this toy's vibe has come from little girls, driven by cross-country emails and school lunch chatter. Byrne says Mattel got a little lucky here, getting to the market first with something toy manufacturers pray for. A really unique product for little girls, one that really understands how they play. This age of girls become sophisticated consumers long before boys. They're style-driven and fashion-conscious, and they want to play and they want social interaction. Carol Fuller, national spokeswoman for Toys R Us, says that all the dolls are doing well across the board and nationwide. Every one of them is selling, says Fuller, explaining that girls are just glad to get their hands on anything diva. Not just the as you might expect, blonde one. And yes, she says, demand has outpaced supply. And it's important to note that divas are also selling so well because two dolls are better than one and three are better than two. See, these dolls play nice when alone, but they can also talk to one another if positioned correctly. 
So kind of two interesting articles. I will say I noticed in the first article from NZ Herald, which is New Zealand, I'm assuming, the dolls are $100. And then in the Denver Post, they're $30. So it's like, is that just the currency, like New Zealand money versus uh, the US? Because I was like, $100 for those dolls, that's pricey. But $30, that's not a bad deal. So I don't know which is the true price or if it's just conversion rate or whatever. Maybe they got a price cut. But it really is interesting how they didn't really have too much advertising, but the dolls were, like, really successful. And I gotta say, like, they were smart with having the dolls speak to each other, so you kind of wanted to get more dolls. Like, it makes sense. Like, who wouldn't want the dinosaurs talking to each other? You need more than one. All right, now let's get back to the Wikipedia article. It reads... After the huge success of the original dolls, Mattel released the Diva Stars fashion dolls in 2002. While generally identical to the original line, these dolls have clothing made of fabric and were thinner and had more accurate proportions. Also, the dolls will speak recorded phrases when a button on the top of the head is pushed. This collection of dolls did not include the Summer Doll, but instead introduced the Miranda Doll. With the introduction of the fashion doll, the robotic dolls fell drastically in popularity, and Mattel discontinued them. In the end, Diva Stars soon became discontinued altogether in 2004, and Mattel went on to improving the Barbie dolls and creating Mycene and Flava dolls. The Diva Stars line was placed into two video games, Diva Stars and Diva Stars Mall Mania. I am now going to be reading from an article from discontinuedtoylines.com about the Diva Stars, and it reads, When the dolls first came out, Mattel thought the dolls would flop. However, they became very popular and were named Mattel's Hottest Girl Toy of 2000, and were a big hit with girls between the ages of 6 and 11. Mattel released many versions of the dolls called Mini Diva Stars. In early 2002, the brand sales were starting to struggle, due to the introduction of MGA Entertainment's Bratz. Though Bratz were released in May of 2001, they didn't become popular until Christmas season of that year. As a result, Mattel released Fashion Diva Stars that year. While generally identical to the original dolls, these dolls have clothing made of fabric and were thinner and had more accurate proportions. Also, the dolls would speak recorded phrases when a button on the top of the head was pushed. Original character Summer was replaced with new character Miranda. Unfortunately, the dolls' popularity fell drastically and as a result, Mattel discontinued the brand in 2004. The dolls became popular among collectors after they were discontinued, with most of the dolls mint in box ranging from $25 to $220. So that is all I have for kind of the introduction on what Diva Stars are. I hope that enlightened anyone who didn't know. So it was a very short but sweet brand. Came around in 2000, discontinued in 2004. They were really hitting that Y2K, early 2000s vibe with the like robotic dolls and the recorded phrases. I just think they just encapsulate the early 2000s so well. Like their looks, the clothes, the fashion. Unfortunately, the robotic dolls, you know, had to heap up the fashion girlies, so they went for fashion diva stars and kind of did a diva stars version of a fashion doll, which is also pretty interesting, but, you know, didn't, didn't quite hit the mark, I guess, and the girls unfortunately got discontinued. So now we are going to be moving on to our next section, which is the Diva Stars characters. So we're going to get to know the Diva Stars girls, read their character bios, and let's just get into it. So first, we're going to start with Alexa, and these character bios are from Wikipedia. And it says, Alexa is an all-out fashionista and a natural leader. She also identified herself as your personal expert on style. She also kept a diary, where she stored her deepest and darkest secrets. 
Her representation color was pink, which was also her favorite color. She had a pet cat named Fluffy, and she was voiced by Debbie Derryberry. And so a little fun thing with um, these character bios is, I believe in the PC game, they each had their own little theme song. So of course, I'm going to be playing the theme song. So let's hear Alexa's theme song. I honestly love these songs um, because I think I mentioned before I had the Diva Stars PC game, so it's very nostalgic for me, and I just think they're they're so fun. Next up, we have Nikki, and Nikki is an athletic girl who would enjoy skateboarding and many other sports. She was very powerful and optimistic. Besides a skateboard, she also owned other sports gear and merchandise. Her representation color was purple, which is also her favorite color. She had a pet dog named Budster and voiced by Joanna Rubiner. And let's hear Nikki's theme song. reminds me of my scene like it gives me kind of a my scene vibe you know in the my scene episode i think it's the guitars that remind me of it when they the my scene episode where bryant and noli are having a little back and forth about like dating each other you know the one with the record i don't know it sounds like that song in that episode too next up we have summer who was my personal favorite and i was very upset when she was discontinued or when she left and Summer is a model citizen who loves the outdoors so much that she'd bring it inside. She was an animal lover and compassionate environmentalist. She also owned many pets, including a pet rabbit named Sunny Bunny. Her representation color was green, which is also her favorite color. She was eventually replaced by Miranda, and she was voiced by Amber Hood. Now let's hear Summer's theme song. I feel like this is going to be a good one.
I Lie. Oh, so good. So good. And that one really is a throwback for me because they would play that song a lot in the mini games and on the website. Oh, brings me right back. So good. So good. Next up, we have Tia, who was a hip, cool chick and a techno whiz. She was brilliant and inventive and enjoyed making music. She also loved electronics, such as radios, CD players, and digital planners. Her representation color was blue, which was also her favorite color. She had a pet dog named Hippie and was voiced by MC Light and then voiced by Cree Summer in 2003. Now let's hear Tia's song. I feel like this one is also a good one. Let's see. interesting because obviously these dolls were launched in the new millennium is that the right current is that the current term um, like they came out in 2000 and like 2000s like the internet was really just becoming a thing and you know electronics were like a thing and i just think it's so funny they're like she likes electronics like cd players and like digital planners like that was such an early 2000s like we're just discovering electronics kind of vibe and they're like oh this is gonna be hip with the kids like digital planners like they're, they're all the rage i don't know it's just funny to me last but not least we have the new girl or the character that replaced summer so i'm like i've always been a little salty towards miranda because of that um but miranda is a properly rich girl who loves all her new friends she's artistic and funny she had published a magazine she has dreams of becoming a singer. Alexa, Nikki, and Tia met her at a pop concert while Summer's off on an ocean rescue mission. Miranda eventually became Summer's replacement. Her representation color was unidentified, but the website showed a green star with her name on it. She was the only character who does not have a pet, and she is voiced by Tara Strong. So, I mean, shout out to Tara Strong, like, voice acting legend, hello. Yeah, like I said, I never really warmed up to Miranda because she replaced my favorite. So I'm still holding on to that a little bit. But I did always find her and Delancey from my scene similar, and I'll tell you why. Their new characters that came on later on in the doll line. Mind you, Delancey didn't replace anyone, so bonus points for that. So they're the new girl that came on later, and they both have platinum blonde hair with like funky colored streaks. Am I the only one who made this connection? And that is all we have for the Diva Stars characters. So let's move on to the Diva Stars dolls. So of course, starting in 2000, we had Wave 1, which was Alexa, Summer, Nikki, and Tia. 
And so these are the kind of first editions. So these interactive dolls that just came out on the scene. They talk to each other. They have these plastic clothing that you can like magnetize onto them. And I really couldn't find good descriptions of these dolls. Um, so I'm going to rely on the commercial. Let's see what the commercial says. Mickey, Bummer, Pia, Superstar! No other doll does the things we do. Want to play dress up? Yeah! She talks to me! Put on my outfit. Superstar talk and answer you. This blue dress is very stylish. She knows! We feel the brush. Ow! Sorry. We hear the phone. Alexa is on the line. We talk to you. We've got cool stuff. Superstar, we know what's up. Superstar's dolls come with lots of cool stuff. They really talk. Each doll sold separately. Battles not included. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, these dolls, I can see why they were very popular. I mean, they really are a fashion doll and like a Tamagotchi put together in a way. Like in the commercial Alexis, she's moving her head. She recognizes the clothes she's wearing. They have really nice long hair. They're blinking. Like, and I get it. Like I got one when I was a kid. Like I, I understood the hype. Like they were, they were fun. They can talk to each other. It's a good time. Looking at the picture of Wave 1, like, I feel like brats would kind of get made fun of or, like, I don't know if made fun of, but they would, they would kind of get made fun of for, like, having big feet, but, like, the Diva Stars, they got big feet. Like, the Diva Stars dolls kind of look how brats looked in the art. I hope that makes sense. Like, I'm not saying, at least the feet do. Like, the brat's feet on the dolls were never this big, but you know how in the art they were always, like, big? Well, the Divasar's feet are big, which we kind of talked about earlier when they said that, like, you know, all the batteries and stuff or whatever at the bottom, like, whatever that was. But yeah, they're, like, they're really cute. I'm looking at Summer. I miss Summer. Why'd they get rid of Summer? I don't know why I have such a... I, that girl has a hold on me. I don't know what it is. I just love her. I was a sucker for a redhead, I think, as a kid. I don't know. Yeah, they got these big eyes. The hair is really nice and long. And I can see how they can be seen as kind of unsettling. Like, I get it. But I'm also charmed by them. So, you know. So in the year 2000, we had Wave 2, which is pretty much, I think, just kind of very similar to Wave 1, except... They have new hairstyles and new outfits. So that's cute. They kind of have like updos in Wave 2. They look really cute, actually. It's very early 2000s. Very bad. And then we have a line of mini Diva Stars. Because, guys, that is all we had for like the OG Diva Stars was Wave 1 and Wave 2. We're now moving on to the mini Diva Stars. And during my research, I was kind of confused. I was like, what? are these? Are they just smaller versions? What does this mean? So I had to go to friend of the pod and a Diva Stars expert, Justin. And I asked him like, can you explain to me what the deal is with the mini Diva Stars? And this is what Justin said. The mini Diva Stars were smaller versions of the doll that had no removable clothes and had real fabric hats. They still had the ability to talk if you pressed the top of their head. They would say four different phrases. Miranda appeared in the second wave of the mini Diva Stars before appearing in the Fashion Diva Stars line. Which I found very interesting because in my mind, Miranda was always a character that came in the Fashion Diva Stars era. And I remember always thinking like, it'd be interesting to see her in the old 
Diva Stars mold with like the big heads, the big feet. And you kind of get a taste of that in the mini Diva Stars. So in 2009, we had mini Diva Stars first edition, and this was Alexa, Nikki, Summer, and Tia. And we actually have a commercial, so let's see what the commercial says for wave one of the mini Diva Stars. Diva Stars! Mini Diva Stars! Hello! I'm Alexa! They really talk! So with the mini Diva Stars, like I said earlier, they the features have been cut back a bit. They no longer interact with each other. They just say pre-recorded phrases when you press the top of their head. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that was a good sign. We're already cutting back features. Not great. Not great. In 2002, we had the second edition of Mini Diva Stars, which was Alexa, Nikki, Tia, and Miranda. And this is Miranda's first appearance. And there is a- another commercial. So let's see. In music news, there's a new group of pop stars on the scene. Mini Diva Stars. They sing. Their styles rock. Me, Miranda, the newest diva. And a mighty friend, Diva Stars. Mini Diva Stars dolls and Diva Cruiser car each sold separately. Okay, so Miranda's, she's a singer. She's a performer. Tara Strong is giving it her all. I will say, though, they look really cute. They look really cute. Next up, we have Mini Diva Stars 3rd Edition, and this was a Target exclusive. And this had Alexa, Nikki, and Summer, and this was Summer's last appearance. And Justin had a little anecdote about the 3rd Edition Diva Stars. The Mini Diva Stars, excuse me. Justin said, the third wave of mini diva stars were only released in Target stores in America and I believe Australia. They are rather hard to find. This was Summer's last appearance before she was officially dropped from the line. And that hurts my heart a bit. Okay, now we're kind of moving on to the fashion diva stars era. So this is when the diva stars got a little, little makeover. They got a new look. They're coming for the fashion doll world. Taller bodies, still with that diva star look in the face, but definitely, I mean, when they said, you know, realistic proportions earlier, I mean, none of these are realistic, but for diva stars, like, these are more, definitely more fashion doll looking. And in 2002, we had the Fashion Diva Stars first edition, and this had Alexa, Nikki, Tia, and Miranda. I will say, looking at the picture, I really like Alexa, and I do like Miranda. I like Miranda's kind of red and pink thing she has going on. I like the streaks in the hair. Nikki has some fun streaks. Tia's um, hairstyle is really cute. I love Alexa's crimped hair. And I believe there's a commercial for this, so let's see what the commercial says. Do you So they're really emphasizing the streaks in this commercial. It looks like they're boots. You can like clip additional heels onto the bottom. Um, you know, I will say I understand why they had to go 
the fashion doll route. I mean, Brassus is coming on the scene, it was a big competition, all that. But in a way, for me, it feels like the Diva Stars have kind of lost their edge and their charm. Because if half the features of the Diva Stars are gone, aka them being able to like communicate with each other and their like original look, I'm kind of like, you're just kind of like any other fashion doll. You know what I mean? It's kind of like your whole shtick was about you being these like dolls that could like interact and talk to one another and that interactivity is kind of lost with these fashion dolls. Like they are super cute, but there's, they lost their specialness, I guess. Also in 2002, we had the Fashion Glow collection. I said Alexa, Tia, Nikki, and Miranda. So it looks like these girls are decked out in some uh, outfits that glow in the dark. And of course, let's uh, let's see the commercial for it. Okay, guys, and this one is special because I actually have a reference for this one. A couple weeks ago at a local toy fair, I was perusing around. Um, there was no brats. Unfortunately, this it was very dry for the brats. Um, but I was looking at a booth, and I saw a Fashion Diva Stars for like $15. So you know I had to grab her. I'm holding it in my hands right now. I have Fashion Glow Alexa. Um, and she still glows, guys. She still glows. Um, she's got some cute hair. She's got, like, two braids on each side. She's got a little bandana. In terms of outfits, she has a butterfly tank top and a butterfly skirt and the chunky little boots. And in terms of glowing, she has a little... A little flower on her cheek that glows. It's like a little tattoo. And then a little butterfly on her chest. Um, I think her boots also glow. Yeah, the bottom of her boots, the heel of her boots. I believe also her, like, eyelids glow. Like, her eyeshadow. And she has some phrases, so let's, let's see what she says. It's time to glow! Hit the lights! Okay, that was one. Let's glow boy hunting. Come on now. Can't live without my cell phone. Amen. It's time to glow. Hit the light. Okay, so that's about, what, four, maybe five phrases? So, you know, it's something. It's cute. But yeah, I was pretty I was pretty stoked to find her. I mean, 15 bucks? I thought that was a steal. Her hair needs a little bit of brushing. But the hair is, is very nice. Um, Yeah, their eyes. I don't know. Like, the half-closed kind of gives me a stoned vibes a bit but not really and the boots I was like <laughs> spending a, a minute or so twisting this boot off and then I realized the boot like clips off from the back and they have flat feet which is different but you know can I get the boot back on now oh god okay we got it 
But yeah, it's a cute little gimmicky line, you know, glow in the dark. Miranda's outfit is very cute. I like Tia's shirt and jeans. Tia has a like a yellow t-shirt and jeans on. And Nikki, it looks like the rest of them besides Tia all have skirts. Uh, Nikki has a striped skirt. Very cute. Um, but yeah, that, that that's that's fashion glow. Okay, next in 2003, we have Glitter to Glam. And this had Alexa, Nikki, Tia, and Miranda. And let's hear the commercial once again. Okay, so, you know, they come with two fashions, they got some glasses, looks like you can switch out the glass frames, glitter, you know, just, just glitter fun, fun outfits, beautiful gowns for the girls. Yeah, and this was the last Diva Stars fashion doll line, and the last doll line just in general. I have a couple more things to go over. These are kind of just like other products, I guess, in the Diva Stars brand. In 2001, they had these plush dolls, and this had Alexa, Nikki, Summer, and Tia. This is wave one, and then wave two was Alexa, Nikki, and Summer. Okay, don't know why they excluded Tia. But yeah, these are just plush dolls of the girls, you know. I don't know how else I can, what else I can elaborate on. And then we also have Diva Pets, and this was 2001, and these are basically plushies of the Diva Stars Pets. We have Fluffy Stars, Budster Stars, Sunny Stars, and Hippie Stars. Who is Hippie? Oh, Hippie was Tia's dog. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, these are actually, these are actually pretty cute. I like the pet plushies. I believe I had Budster when I was younger, because I remember that dog. They're just really cute. I like the their cute little design. I like having them as plushies. We also had interactive diva pets. Okay, I found an ad for it, so let's see. Diva Stars We understand what you say, Ruffy. Yeah, how are you? That is going on. She answers me. Buster. Ah, I love you. Hug me. Hug me. Buster Stars and Fluffy Stars pets sold separately. Batteries not included. I don't know about all that. I don't know about the talking dog. So that was Interactive Diva Pets with Fluffy and Budster. So I guess it was kind of like a plushie that could talk to one another. Ooh, yeah, I don't like that. That's a little unsettling for me. Now for the next segment of the episode, we're going to be talking about a crucial part of every doll brand in the early 2000s, and that is the website. And of course, Diva Stars had a website. I spent many a days on this website, as I did with many doll websites back in the day, such as Barbie.com, Polly Pocket, MyScene, Bratz, Diva Stars, you name it. If it was on everythinggirl.com, I was on it. And before I really get into the Diva Stars website, I have to give a big shout out to this Diva Stars kind of fan run website I will leave a link down below because a lot of the information about the website I got from this fan site so big shout out to diva stars 
www.weebly.com. As you guys know, with Flash no longer being a thing, a lot of these websites have been lost to time, unfortunately. It really sucks, but this fan site really has tried to rebuild a lot of the old DeviantArt's website, and I got a lot of info from there, and you can, of course, check it out in the link below. So the DeviantArt's website was pretty fun. It featured a look into the girls' bedrooms, it had webisodes, minigames, and more, and I really liked the bedroom aspect of the website. I remember thinking that was fun. I just really like seeing characters, like... I don't know, just getting a peek into their bedroom just made me feel like these were like real characters to me and I always liked that. So it was fun, it's got cute little details and everything. But yeah, the Diva Stars of course had webisodes. It looks like they had 14 webisodes in total. I don't know if I'm going to be going in depth with every single one. Maybe I'll highlight a few um, because there are some that have been salvaged. That is on the Diva Stars Weebly site. So for some of these webisodes, they do have YouTube videos showing them. So I think I'll go in depth for those ones and just kind of skim over the others. So for webisode one, it was called Meet Em at the Mall. And the description reads, The Diva Stars first met when they all bumped into each other and had all of their belongings mixed together. The objective of the game was to sort each item to the correct girl. So this is kind of like the gimmick with the Diva Stars episode and where it kind of differentiates from the Mycene episodes is that the webisodes kind of led into mini games from the site. So this is a classic matchup game and the girls bump into each other. You match their belongings to the correct girl, so on and so forth. Webisode two, dress them and do the walk. The diva stars were holding a fashion show and the game is a dress up game in which you can dress up each diva stars in runway style clothing, hair, shoes, and accessories. Episode 3, Diva Stars Rock the House. The Diva Stars were going to hold a band performance, but they need to tune their instruments. The game objective was to match instrument sounds with the specific instrument each diva was playing. Okay, so for this one, again, you're just matching the instrument to go to each girl, and then you kind of tune the instrument, and the girls perform. So these next couple webisodes, um, unfortunately, we do not have on the internet as of now. Um, episode 4 diva galleria shopping spree episode five the show must go on episode six scoot for the stars episode seven the big dance episode eight cats dogs and bunnies episode nine diva stars hit the slopes and these next two we actually do have some youtube video references for we have a episode 10 hollywood diva style the diva stars win a trip to hollywood and get to visit a set for a popular tv show during the game you could choose the furniture decoration for the tv show set so in this episode i believe you can really tell the art style changed from the earlier episodes they definitely look more like the doll artwork and the girls are watching a sitcom called across the hall which i wonder is that a play on that show kids in the hall i don't know that show that was a little before my time but that's the only reference i can make to this show title they have and there's a friends spoof of like how you do in character and then the girls win a trip to hollywood and they get to design the across the hall set so it's a basic mini game of you know set design Webisode 11 called Adventures in Tiki Land. The Diva Stars take a visit to Hawaii and become part of a tiki show. In the game, you could pick different dance moves for the selected Diva Stars girl to do, allowing you to make up her dance routine. This is the last appearance of Summer. So this one is funny to me. If you guys watch it, um, their feet are huge. Like, 
massive, massive feet. It is crazy. And we have like some Diva Star boy designs, which are really funny to me. And one of the boys is named Loki, which I thought was comical. And it's pretty self-explanatory. You uh, pick out some dance moves the girls to do in a little performance. And uh, then they perform it. Okay, so the next one, episode 12, Popstar Dreams. There's a lot to unpack here. So let's just get into it. So the Diva Stars, minus Summer, went on a concert where they ended up sitting in the same row as Miranda. All four girls get invited on a stage as backup dancers, and the game was to copy the dance moves of the pop star character, Samantha, like a game of Simon Says. Okay, so this is this is a turning point in the Diva Stars webisodes. This is when they feature their fashion Diva Stars looks. The girls are a little taller, a little more proportionate. It's the introduction of Miranda. I have a lot of things to say about this five-minute webisode. There's a lot to say here. First of all, the first appearance of Miranda, and the first webisode without Summer being a Diva Star. Let's take a moment for that. Um, the pop star they're going to concert for is just Samantha. Just named Samantha. And she has kind of like a purple pink ombre hair color. She's Australian. She sees the Diva Stars in the front row of the concert with Miranda, and she needs some backup dancers because they are stranded somewhere with their tour bus freaking down. So she gets the girls to come up on stage, and we gotta get into Miranda's look. Okay. So, Miranda's bangs. I don't know what is going on here. They are on full-on blowout, and her eyebrows are dots like they're dots shout out to dusty ray bottoms from drag race if you know you know but like i don't know they're supposed to look like little jewels or what but they're dots and she also has a pink skirt with a orange tank top with a pink kind of first aid little graphic on it but randa's look is wild like these bangs I don't know they don't look horrible but they don't look great they don't look great so the girls come on stage and Samantha's like I need just my backup dancers and then that's when the mini game you know begins and I need to show you guys this performance of the girls let me get this set up here So I thought backup dancers, maybe they're backup singers the whole time. I don't know. Because I was like, they're getting a lot of uh, stage time for dancers. And they're full on singing. So what is that about? Okay, so episode 13, Fashion Fenland. The new stars, now including Miranda, go to an amusement park with four different attractions. The game was to go through all four attractions and watch what silly things the rides did. Like transforming the girls' hair on the hot roller coaster. Giving the girls' dresses on the merry-go-gown giving makeovers on Face Mountain, and hat giveaways from the Hat-O-Rama. So in this one, 
Miranda still has her blowout bangs, so I guess this is just her look. Still has the polka dot eyebrows. It's interesting. But yeah, the girls are fashion funland. They're going on these rides, and you pick which girl goes on each ride. Um, so there's Hot Roller Coaster, which is like a hair themed one, Hatorama, which is hats, Mary Go Gown, gowns and costumes, and then Faceland, which I guess is like makeup. Anyway, the girls get silly little pictures taken of them on the rides, and then afterwards, when they're all, you know, being silly, being all dressed up, they run into some boys. They run into some boys, and they all decide to go on some rides together. So, the final episode, which is episode 14, Fashion Emergency, and I remember this one vividly because this is like the final webisode for Diva Stars, and it just... I I don't know. I just always remember this one. The Diva Stars go to the mall in order to choose clothes for their first day of school. The game is a dress-up game where you can choose outfits for all four girls. Sadly, Summer never makes a reappearance before the doll line was discontinued. So in this one, it is the last day of school and the girls are all on a conference call. And I remember thinking this one was weird because they're like, we need new clothes. We grew. Like, how old are you guys? Like, you grew that much over two months? all together at the same time and like you just noticed now literally the last day of summer okay okay whatever you say um so then the girls go to the mall also this is where um miranda finally looks like the doll miranda her hair is finally right i don't think she has the polka dot eyebrows anymore so the blowout is gone and it's your basic dress up game and Depending on what you put on, some of the Diva Stars do not enjoy the outfits. They'll straight up be like, ew. Like, no, I don't like this. But listen, you have the power at the end of the day, so you can choose. And that's it for the webisodes slash webisode kind of mini games. And we're going to be moving on to another part of the website that was simply just the mini games. And there's a couple here. So first we have Fluffy Stars Dress Up, and this was a dress up game with Alexa's cat, Fluffy Stars. And you get to put little accessories on the cat, change the look of the tail, little charms. I think you can maybe dye the fur. It's pretty advanced. Um, so yeah, a classic little dress up game. Next one we have Hippie Stars Treat Toss. And in this one, Tia's dog, Hippie, is trying to catch some treats. Help him eat all the good stuff while avoiding the trash. So if I had to guess, I would assume this is kind of like a game where the treats are falling from the sky and you have to like catch, you know, the good treats versus the trash. You know, a simple concept. Next up, we have Budster Stars Doghouse. A lot of these mini games are pet focused. So in this one, you get to decorate the doghouse of Nikki's dog, Budster, choose the furniture and the decor and watch Budster interact with his house. So another kind of interior design game. I know that's the theme with a lot of these doll websites is these interior design kind of mini games, but they're fun, so I get it. Next up we have Sunny Star's Carrot Crunch. So in this one you help Summer's rabbit, Sunny, collect all the carrots in the maze while avoiding the onions. So typical maze game, um, catch all those carrots and avoid those onions. And the next couple of mini games, unfortunately, are unavailable, uh, today to interact and play with but we had make a meg which looked like some sort of 
magazine creation kind of mini game where you get to make a magazine cover perhaps. And then another one was Alexa's Diary. And I'm not really sure what the game of this was. I don't know if you just looked through her diary, but I guess we'll never know because unfortunately it is unavailable. And that is all we have in regards to the Diva Stars website. And now we will be talking about the couple of video games the Diva Stars had. Yes, they did have some video games, and I did have one of these games, the PC game that I've mentioned earlier, so I'm pretty excited to get into this. So first up, we have the Diva Stars CD-ROM game. I love when it was called, like, CD-ROM, like so early 2000s. Diva Stars is a game that mixes social interaction with creative activities, based on Mattel's doll line by the same name. The game lets players get to know each other of the four divas as they design outfits and hairstyles, play music, and play arcade-style minigames with them. The game also interacts with the Diva Stars website for community features. After logging in and selecting the Diva Star they wish to play as, the player is taken to a main menu which represents a table at the coffee spot, a coffee shop where the Diva Stars love to hang out. There are three games available and each game has two modes, Challenge and Freestyle. Both modes play the same, but in Challenge mode the player wins tokens for the arcade. Once the player has won tokens by completing a challenge, they win Diva Star credits which can be exchanged for gifts for their chosen star. Each Diva Star has their own preference, so choosing the right gift for the right star is very important. Buy a super secret gift for the Diva Star, and she will reveal a super secret about herself. The challenges are The Fashion Spot Here the player sees their Diva Star alongside various items of clothing and has to select the right piece to suit their mood. In Challenge Mode, the player dresses their star and uses the star communicator to ask the other Diva Stars for their opinion, using their advice to refine the outfit as necessary. The Style Spot In this game, the player changes the hairstyle of their Diva Star. As with the Fashion Spot, the player will consult the other Diva Stars for advice. The Music Spot the player helps the Diva Star make the music by selecting style, sound effect, beat, lead instrument, and melody each of which is represented by a flower petal. They can then adjust the volume of each part of the mix independently. Tokens earned from the challenges are spent in the arcade. The games there are Diva Stars Rollers, a keyboard-controlled game where the player navigates a roller skating Diva Star through an obstacle course. Power Purse. At the mall, lots of good stuff is raining from above, and the task is to collect as, po as many as possible by moving the star's shopping bag left and right. However, not all the objects are good ones. Avoid the water bombs as they will destroy everything caught so far. And Diva Stars Mark, a tic-tac-toe game. The CD also has audio tracks that can be played in a normal CD player. Okay, so that was a lot. So what do I remember about the Diva Stars CD-ROM game? I mean, it is... A pretty chill game. It's just the girls hanging out at the mall, and I remember the makeover game where you would change the hair. I remember a bit of the music, um, and I do remember the uh, like arcade games. They honestly weren't that great. Like tic tac toe, really. Like this is what we're working for. This is what we're in the tokens for. Um, 
but I remember it being really cute. I like the way it looked. That dude was our style. You could use a little cell phone to talk to the other dude stars. It had a really fun intro. And again, it's just the girls hanging at the mall, just having fun, getting tokens for the arcade. Again, don't know if those tokens were really worth it for tic-tac-toe, but I remember it being a really fun, cute game. I also really like that you could use the CD-ROM as an actual CD and, like, play those songs that I played earlier in the episode. Um, I remember a lot of, like, PC games from that time. Like, a lot of Barbie games did the same, where you could... And, like, my scene did it where you could put the CD, I mean, hello, in the CD player. Like, it's not rocket science. But then it would, like, play the songs from the game, and it was, like, really cool and fun. And the final video game the Diva Stars released was a little game on the Game Boy called Diva Stars Mall Mania. So, Diva Stars Mall Mania, released as Diva Stars in Europe, is an action video game developed by Digital Illusion CE and published by Vivendi Universal Interactive Publishing for the Game Boy Color. It was released in North America on November 1st, 2001, Europe in 2002, and is based on Mattel's Diva Stars dolls. The game follows four playable dolls from the Diva Stars line as they play through six different stages. As the player completes each stage with one doll, it subsequently gets harder through subsequent levels. The game received mostly negative reviews, receiving a 40% from GameRankings.com. So in the game, after selecting a character, the doll is placed in a scooter level, where they are required to jump and collect items while riding their scooter down a street. Completing the scooter level allows the player to choose from five mall-related levels, the music spot, the pet shop, the fashion spot, the snack spot, and the style spot. The music level plays similar to the Dance Dance Revolution series, requiring the player to input button pushes at the proper times with the music as prompted by the game. The pet shop level makes the player go through a simple maze to find their puppy at the end of it. The fashion spot requires the player to place colored items into matching colored purses, which move on a conveyor belt. The snack spot is a puzzle, which lets the player make food by placing pieces in the correct order. And the style spot is a dress-up game, which makes the player pick outfits which look best on the characters. Okay, guys, so for this volume of Beyond the Brats, we have a special segment. For Diva Stars, I had to bring on Friend of the Pod, Justin, because Justin is the biggest Diva Stars fan I know. And he recommended bringing his friend Air Kitty on. And we had a great conversation all about Diva Stars and the website, the dolls, how we would change the brand. I really think they're going to bring a lot to this Diva Stars episode. I had a ton of fun recording with them, so I'm going to insert that little interview. It's not little. It's pretty long, actually. This podcast is probably going to three hours. But I'm going to insert that here, and I hope you guys enjoy. Okay, guys. We have two... Very special guests to talk all about Diva Stars. The Diva Star legends, the experts, I would say. Um, we have friend of the pod, Justin, returning. Hello, Justin. Thank you for being Hello. here. And Thank we have you for bringing me here as well. Of, for Diva Stars, I had to. There's no other way. And I mean, then, come on. Come on. And then we have a new friend, Air Kitty. Air Kitty, thank you so much for being here as well. I'm very excited to get into it. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to talk about the Diva Stars today. Yes. Okay. So, my first kind of question, Eric, let's start with you. Diva Stars, where did it start? Your history, everything. Tell me all about it. 
Well, um, so I think where it all started, so I've always been into technology and just the internet and computers and stuff like that. I think the earliest memory I have of be, ha- actually getting a computer and being on the internet is maybe like five or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it all started. So uh, I started with the Barbie website. I found that. I think my mom helped me find it because I was in the Barbie dolls at the time as a kid. So she was like, oh, well, you know, we got the computer and the internet. And so here, throw you on a computer, keep you busy for a couple hours. So keep yeah. you out of my hair so I can go do laundry. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the mistake that she made, it was, it was a big mistake on her part because <laughs> she literally had to bargain time with me to get on that computer because I was on it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found the Barbie.com stuff. And then obviously because Diva Stars was a Mattel brand, um, they obviously linked it all up together mm-hmm. and I eventually found diva stars and I saw the webs like the website and the web so I was like oh this is so cool I love this and it's actually even funnier because I think it inspired me now like to all my creative projects in the future because like uh, now being older I'm actually now in the programming business That's not necessarily amazing. with entertainment but I yeah. am programming and stuff like that and it's uh like eventually I kind of, when I get bigger in my channel, I want to kind of branch out and make my own website kind of thing and make it as fun and interactive as the Diva Stars, if I could. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious. So it was website first. Did the dolls ever come up in your, in your life or was it just website? I mean, the dolls obviously, but of course I came from a poor family or as you know, we always said a po family. We, mm-hmm. we were too poor to afford the R or the O. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> So, um, I had seen the dolls. I don't think we actually saw the initial commercial as a kid in my neck of the woods. Um, but I remember seeing the dolls and I did actually kind of want them because I think I had talked about this a couple of times in my videos as well, that, um, just the technology behind the dolls in the early two thousands, it was pretty innovative for me. Like, obviously, yeah, you had Barbie kind of like the talking Barbie and everything like that, but it's like, you had dolls that actually kind of recognized items that they were holding and outfits that they were wearing and they were like reacting in real time to all of that mm-hmm. so it was super innovative and super like fascinating to me as a kid because I was like oh I can have a doll that talks to me yeah no yeah, you're totally were, right they were very ahead of their time I would say totally to the technology I think right I think so too and I really relate to you because barbie.com is how I discovered the internet and of course that rabbit hole led me to like diva stars my scene brats like the whole thing so mm-hmm. I really I really relate to you on that um <laughs> Justin, Diva Stars, where did it begin for you? All right. So I believe my earliest memory with Diva Stars was probably everythinggirl.com. Mm-hmm. Because again, I was born in 2002. So obviously oh, the dolls had already wild. been out. And by the time I went into the internet, the dolls were no longer in production and the yeah. website was pretty much long gone. Um but so I believe sorry. everything <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I believe everythinggirl.com had one of the webisodes on there, which was fashion emergency. And we'll get into the webisodes when we oh, get yes. to them. Oh yes. Um, but I remember playing this and I was like, who are these fabulous girls? And I remember just like <laughs> playing the games. I was just like half webisode, half mini game. And I had a lot of fun dressing them up. They were kind of giving their snarky comments. It was so nostalgic and playing that game. Oh my God. It's, I it's love classic. it so much. It's a classic, classic. Diva stars webisode. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in terms of the dolls, of course they were already out 
by the time I was playing the internet. So, well, not out, but obviously they were no longer in production. Yeah. Um, in terms of me getting into the dolls, the only thing I would have had to resort to was probably a thrift store, flea market, or maybe even like online. Mm-hmm. But my earliest memory of getting into the dolls, I think like my first ever doll that I got from the Diva Stars line was the first wave summer. Oh, I'm going to grab her. My favorite. Second, which is this one right here. Cl- oh the, my God. Not the exact one, but this is uh, the one that I got from eBay a while back. But I had this one and she was working pretty well, but this is kind of her replacement because unfortunately I younger me kind of uh, gave her a haircut and I think she also had a bit of yep. a soaking in the bath because mm-hmm. younger all... me did not know how to take Young, care of younger us love to give the dolls haircuts I don't know what it was yeah I tried to give her like some like spiky kind of like pigtails yeah and it looked so like wonky but <laughs> obviously younger me was just proud of it and then mm-hmm. After that girl was long gone, I went on eBay after kind of like my, my rediscovery of the Diva Stars around like 2016, and I found a new inbox Tia. <gasps> and oh my the thing is, this is when dolls used to be pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Pretty much all of her stuff. She works perfectly well. And I also have her fashion pack somewhere in storage as well. But amazing. Um, I kept her box. She's in great condition and she's just a gorgeous doll I've always gorgeous they're in great shape that hair I love the hair I Mm. love the hair they have such nice hair and then in 2017 I got my summer Mm -hmm. and then I got a couple of the mini diva stars I don't know which ones I got first I might have gotten this Alexa some of them are really in terrible shape but yeah this one cute and then I got these two these hard to find girls these are the third wave ones oh my god this is so adorable. And then this is summer. Uh, these two definitely need some help. Summer's really badly discolored. <laughs> um, I don't know if you could tell. But yeah. Like, is there anything you can do to fix that? Or is it just. I think there is a way you could try to fix it, but I don't know how you do it exactly. Like her yeah. eyes. I don't know if you could tell, Ooh. but those eyes are yellow. Mm, a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. That's and a danger. Then, yeah. It was, it's rough for these girls, but. Summer's well, been dipping a little bit too much into whatever she's growing in the garden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the garden a little too much. <laughs> She is that girl. <laughs> yeah. And then I got, I believe it was uh, this pop stars one. I love the pop stars oh, one. Cute. Yeah. This is Nikki. Uh, she's the only one that kind of survived through all of them. And then I got this summer. Some of the mini ones have gone for a lot of oh my God. money so as cute. of recently. Like if you look for eBay listings, these girls have risen up in price and it's, I believe crazy that considering they're so small. Yeah. And then in 20, I believe it was 2019 or 2020, I got anyone box Alexa, my queen. Oh my God. Girl Alexa. The fave. Yes. She's my absolute favorite. And then out of box, I think the same year I got Nikki. Oh my God. So, so you I have all much, four of the main pretty much. I have the first wave ones and I only have nice. two of the second wave girls. So I got second wave Tia and Nikki. Um, Nikki was actually bought new in box for it was a lot between her and then the fashion diva stars Nikki and they were only $30 together new in box not bad and you know so technically that'd be like $15 each Um, but I still need to fix her hair up her hair is kind of a little like frizzy and she doesn't have the right rubber bands but that's okay Mm -hmm. Um, and then this Tia I think she's the only one that I don't have the fashion pack of because this DS fashion pack is hard to find. Like I've only found like 
one or two listings of it over the years and I try to find or at least buy this one that was listed not too long ago but unfortunately someone uh got it and she doesn't have her fashion pack but they all work so Mm -hmm. yeah do Uh, you get them like talking to each other (laughs) or like have you tried that out or are the batteries not oh yeah I have batteries for these girls and I have done it the thing is sometimes I don't know if it's just like the old technology or I don't know if it's like how should I say this? Like, I don't know if it's just like the way if the batteries are a little wonky, mm-hmm. sometimes like I try to get to talk to them, talk to them. And it's just like, sometimes they'll talk to each other. And in other times it's just like your silence. Yeah. <laughs> and then I forgot to show off my mint fashion diva stars, but. Oh yes. The fashion me. girls. Mm. And then here mm. is Alexa. Oh, cute. Definitely, I like that. Definitely one. giving off the Lizzie McGuire vibe. Oh, like this is essentially Hillary. So much. Pre- yes, basically. I think I saw thought that too as a kid. And I think I had the exact same one actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my only diva stars that I actually yeah. had. And then speaking of hard to find this girl right Ooh, here. Tia. Very nice. This is the glitter to glam Tia from 2003. Now this is the one that I believe had the voice acting change because. Oh. Tia kind of had two different voice actresses. So MC Light voiced Tia from, I believe, 2000 to like maybe 2002, 2003. And then starting with this doll, she'd be voiced by Cree Summer. Gotcha. Okay. And I believe I have a little voice clip of um, this doll talking because I don't have batteries inside of them. So I'm just going to play that small clip. Let me Let's just hear it. find it. I'm going to turn it up top volume. Oh, yeah. Lovely. There you go. Lovely girls. Justin, would you say Diva Stars are your all-time favorite doll? Like all-time favorite doll brand or top three at least? Um, I know it's tough. Top three, probably not. Oh, but I would say probably like top maybe top 10. Okay. Maybe top five. I don't know. Top five. I mean, obviously, I I would say Bratz, obviously, Mm -hmm. top these girls, and obviously my scene and Barbie Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. There's a lot. There's a lot. But I still love these girls. These girls are queens, in my opinion. These girls deserve deserve all their flowers. They all their flowers. flowers. All their flowers. We're giving them all their flowers today. Um, Mm -hmm. So my next kind of question was. What was it about Diva Stars that drew you in? Albeit something on the website or the dolls, Air Kitty, let's go to you. What do you think? What drew me in with Diva Stars? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it was probably the games that they had. Just, I don't know what it was exactly about it, but it was the fact that I think it sparked my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, just because obviously there's a lot of games, granted, a lot of the ones that I like, we haven't recovered yet. But yeah. a lot of the games that they had for Diva Stars were very creative. They allowed you to like, you know, even or even like even the bedroom mini game ones like mm-hmm. Summer's Aquarium and um, what was it? Alexa's Diary and stuff like that. There was just a lot of creativity that went to these games. And I love that. I love that as a kid. And even today, I still love that. I still go out and find like little avatar creators that I can just play around with just because. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, it's so right. Because I even like having the mini games be part of the webisodes, I feel like was something no mm-hmm. one else was doing around that time. And I thought it was so like kind of creative for Diva Stars. And just it's just so Diva Stars to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin, what about you? What do you what drew you into the to the divas? I think it's just because they were just 
A, when it comes to their technology, they were very ahead of their time when it comes mm-hmm. to like them interacting with each other and the fact that they would recognize each other's clothes. I mean, granted, it wasn't top notch, but it was it was acceptable for what it was. I mean, the dolls, I mean, they may not have the most, I mean, usual doll appearance ever in the world, yeah. but <laughs> they have a lot of charm to them. And they're definitely very, you know, there's just something you have, you can't there's it's hard for me to explain but you can't help but just to love these girls because they're just so <laughs> unique a, and so different there's a charm there's a yeah. charm to them i mean that kind we kind of touched on it a little bit but my next question was kind of like you know what do you think made diva stars special or different from other doll brands at that time and i think definitely like they were ahead of their time for sure right and i think <laughs> Granted, I think the biggest thing that a lot of people, and I hate to say it for a lot of people that got turned off by Diva Stars is probably the one thing that made them the most unique was mm-hmm. the size of their feet. Yeah. They, they had they huge big. feet. They were big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're huge. But I think um, just the fact of how technologically advanced the dolls were, like that was their whole thing. Like it, like Barbie had it, mm-hmm. but that wasn't Barbie's thing. Um Barbie was primarily fashion. Yes. But for the diva stars, it wasn't just the fashion. It was the technology behind it too, that went into it. Um, and I guess you can kind of consider it like, like the AI in a sense, like mm-hmm. artificial intelligence, just because yeah, they, they recognized what was being put on them. And then they even like, like with Justin's, you know, whole thing with like trying adults, like I had forgotten that was a feature that, you know, they actually recognized each other as well and had conversations. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the infrared sensory, or infrared sensor technology. That's kind yeah. of what made them talk to each other. So. Yeah, which is right. kind of crazy. Right. Like, I was going to say, oh, sorry, Vanessa, go oh, ahead. No, 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 you go, you go. I was going to say that now as an adult and now knowing all the technology behind the talking dolls and everything, now I'm terrified of that because it's yeah. such a huge security <laughs> risk. So I'm like, I would never, I would never give my kid anything that talked to it, especially like, yeah. unless it, unless it was infrared censored only, but it's I like mean, the moment. I mean, with Diva Stars, I mean, at least they can't connect to the internet. Ooh, right. That, could you that imagine? Be, I mean, they had a the, what were those dolls called? Those ones that got banned in Germany? Mm. Wasn't it like Ooh. My Friend Kayla or something like that? It was something oh, no. like that. It was my. It was like the My Friend series. Started stealing kids' information, sending oh, it back no. to a database. Oh, and I'm no. like, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of questions if Alexa starts asking me if they can have <laughs> access to my child's calculator for whatever reason. It's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, I don't understand. Like, there's a way to make dolls talk and not make them steal information from, like, your children. Like, yeah, I don't know. There was a Barbie, I think, that got under controversy, I think, for the same reasoning, but. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I think it was, like, I think it was, like, the earliest model or something like that. And then, like, I think it was, like, that one. And, like, they made, like, a second wave and they're, like, we fixed it. And it's, like, people went, "Mm mm-mm. We don't mm-hmm. trust anymore. Nope. <laughs> no. But I mean, because Diva Stars came out like right like at 2000. And like, had there been another doll line since then that had done what they did? I don't, I can't think of any really. Um, There were two other doll lines that were really similar. So there okay. was the Radio Disney Pop Dreamers that came Ooh. out in 2002. Mm. They were similar, but they weren't like exact. They were kind of like 
the Disney princesses, but if they were reimagined as like early 2000s, like teenage pop stars. Right. I'm vaguely familiar. And I think they had like the clip on clothes as well. And I believe one of the characters was voiced by the same actress that voiced Summer. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. the one that voices Ariel. And um, I don't know if they had like the same interactive abilities, but I think it might have been as like a competitor to Diva Stars, but I don't think they did that well. Yeah. And then years later, I think in like 2014, there was another doll line called Chatsters by Spin Master. Yes. And those were incredibly short lived. Like I have um, one of them somewhere. I don't have one in front of me, but the technology was a little bit more advanced. It didn't connect to the Internet. Thank God. But thank God. Um, you could like put like they had sensors like on the doll's mouth where you could actually like put their accessories. So I think she came with like a phone. She came with a cupcake. She came with like her pets. She came with like a little like makeup palette. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like I remember the reviews were actually kind of like harsh around the doll. And <sighs> I think there were some quality control issues because uh, my doll had horrible hair. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one that I had that. A week after I got her, the lights on her glasses actually stopped working and um, she still worked. It's just like the sensors that were on her glasses just wouldn't work properly. And I tried to fix it, but it just was of no use. And I think I got rid of her somewhere. So interesting. I mean, I mean, there were some attempts, but definitely (laughs) some of them weren't as successful. Yeah, they cannot capture the Diva Stars magic. I mean, Justin, what do you think about the Diva Stars being so ahead of their time in that early 2000s kind of era? I mean, when you really think about it, brats, I mean, people always think brats are like the definition of the Y2K fashion doll, which is Mm -hmm. sort of true. But yeah, people sometimes Mm -hmm. kind of misuse the term Y2K because obviously Y2K means the year 2000. Yeah. And early 2000s fashion, like they had a specific look to them. Mm -hmm. But I Mm -hmm. think when you think of the Y2K aesthetic, it's a little bit more like sparkly it's a little bit more futuristic it's a little bit Mm -hmm. more like 1998 to like maybe 2001 kind of styling so like the kind of like the pleather pants like I would say like the biggest inspiration for these dolls like I don't think these are the main inspiration but like you could definitely see like they have a little bit of like the Spice Girls maybe like early early Britney like a little bit Mm, of Christina I would say maybe even like Dream I don't know if you remember Dream I I I remember the name (laughs) yeah it was that group that sings, he loves you not. That's kind of oh, what I get yes. with these girls. <laughs> like they had that look to them. Like they definitely yeah. had like a very like sparkly, like you could smell that they probably have like shimmery eyeshadow on and they probably mm-hmm. like shop at limited two or something. Very, very that. I see it. I see it for sure. I mean, I think you're totally right. Like, yeah, like brats, you could say are Y2K, but like Diva Stars really encompassed the Y2K for me. Like just the mm-hmm. outfits, the colors, the aesthetics, even mm-hmm. just like like the flowers, like everything like that. And like the butterflies, the butterflies, the hearts, yes. like everything. the animal print, the animal print, like even their website, like it just screams like 2000 to me. And so, like when I th- and I feel like maybe because they were such a short lived all line, maybe that's why it's not on people's minds when they think of like Y2K dolls or whatever mm. but like yeah unless for those who really know those who know no you know what I mean but yeah um but like okay the website I mean let's just get into it because I feel like this is definitely a doll line that is you either know it for the website or the dolls mostly the website I feel like I mean I think for me my favorite part of the website was 
being in the girls like bedrooms and I mm. felt like they were like real characters and like exploring their room I mean Air Kitty talk about your experience discovering this this website oh my god it was it was so overwhelming in the amount of excitement I had <laughs> as a kid yeah when I, when I discovered this website because it was the same thing yeah like when I, when you got to see like each of the girls' bedrooms and you got to kind of go and explore it it was so cool to like find out that it's like not only were there like little interactive like you know like in a lot of like humongous entertainment games you can just click on the environment and it's like it doesn't add anything really to mm-hmm. the experience but it's just like it's like just a cute thing to have there yeah um there was a bunch of that and it, that for me caught my eye but then just to go around and like find out that there was like little mini games hidden in things it was like going treasure hunting on the website oh, it was sure. like yeah it was like oh there's a game here i can play this oh there's a game here and i remember as a kid being absolutely ecstatic when there was a website update Oof. just because yes. i was like yeah because like i remember actually when i think it was webisode 11 10 or 10 11 and 12 or like you know the earliest yeah. one i'm forgetting the numbers that's now. when the art style started to change when mm-hmm. they released the second wave dolls yeah right and i remember when those webisodes came out and I was like oh new webisodes it's yeah. been like three yeah. months <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was so big for me as a kid um but yeah the other thing that I remember and it's funny because a lot of people I don't think remember this but it actually is on um the diva stars fan website is mm-hmm. the diva yes. stars date quiz oh yes <laughs> I remember I took that quiz and I actually oh, recorded God. a video of it oh yep. my goodness yep 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 just I'm guessing you saw it yes explain <laughs> it yeah please yeah, Vanessa I don't know if you've seen it but probably and I'm, I think Justin knows where I'm going with this the best part about it is now being you know older and taking that quiz so I took it and so in the diva start day quiz you it's like a three-part quiz the first part is which girl you get okay. the second part is which of the diva star boys you get. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like they're the unofficial boys. I think they were like the rivals, like the brats boys. Okay. But like, it was funny because like they got introduced in one webisode and then <laughs> didn't even use the names that they actually had in the diva stars date quiz. So I was yeah. like, as a kid, I'm like, hopefully these guys actually get official, <laughs> you know, profiles and everything. They never um, did. They no. never did. It was so sad. I- I'm still upset to this day. Yeah. Um, and then the third part of the quiz was, you know, where do you, the Diva Stars representation of that girl and the guy, go for the date? Um, so, of course, I got my girl Summer, the oh, first part. Yes. yes. And I'm going to skip down to part three. Uh, yeah. And I believe I got, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got like a cafe or something like that. I think it was a cafe. Fitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second part was the kicker for me. Ooh. I got yeah. the silent adventurous type, oh. red hair, blue eyes, <gasps> named Ethan. <laughs> Guess who also in my life is the silent adventurer type, red <gasps> eyes, blue hair, named Ethan? Oh, my younger brother. Oh, Diva Stars. No. <laughs> and I was just like, and I think oh, I no. actually showed. I had asked my brother, I had told him I was putting it in the video, but I asked my brother, I was like, can I put a picture of you side by side with this character so people can like see the resemblance? He's like, yeah, I don't know. It's totally fine. And I was like, how 
in the world do I get my brother as my perfect boyfriend? What the hell is this? <laughs> it's this. And it was even sad. It was the same name too. Oh my God. That is wild. Just, I'm like, I can't look at the Diva wild. Star Boys now the same time. <laughs> I can't look at them the same now. Oh my goodness. I don't remember that game, the date quiz that much. I, re- I remember most, well, I know some of them at least, but yeah, the date quiz, I'm not, not familiar with that one. Justin, did you get into that, <laughs> the date quiz? Um, I observed it. Observed and I believe it. Okay. there are some like, oops, excuse me. I believe there are some like postcards from the website, but unfortunately mm. not all of them have been recovered. I don't know if the mm. one that Air Kitty got has been recovered, but there has, there are sub, a couple online. I don't know if it would work. Like if you just had like the normal, normal browser, you would probably have to use like Ruffle or like download it. But yeah, it was, it was an interesting thing. And I was like, oh, I wonder <laughs> what this is all about. And I don't remember who I got exactly. Cause I haven't taken the quiz in what seems like forever. Cause it's something I don't really acknowledge that much mm-hmm. when it comes to Diva stars, but right. Right. Yeah, I remember just seeing it. I was like, oh, right. I forgot about the quiz. And I was just like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so Justin, you said you found Diva Stars. What was it? Was it through Everything Girl? Yes, it was the yes. everythinggirl.com. It was the webisodes. It was, the, or not right. the webisodes, but just one webisode. It was a fashion emergency. Right. And uh, me and Air Kitty were talking about this, like emailing each other because mm. I went through the internet archives and we know that there's 14 webisodes and we know only nine of them have resurfaced as of now, mm-hmm. but I found these URLs for like a supposed webisode 15, 16, and 17, Ooh. but I don't know if they really exist or not because again, I was not alive. Well, I was alive, but I was <laughs> way too young to use the internet, so I wouldn't have yeah. known if they existed or not by the time the website had shut down, so... Right. And I was like, from a programmer standpoint, I'm like, it's not out of the ordinary programmers to like make like, you know, shell website pages Mm -hmm. for upcoming things. So I was like, I was wondering if maybe like they might have been like just shells for upcoming webisodes, but then obviously the series just got canceled and it's like, oh, well, guess we don't need those web pages anymore. Yeah, Yeah, because I believe the website, I think around like 2003, the URL would change from like divastars.com to divastars.everythinggirl.com. And I Mm. think the website would close around maybe like late 2004, early 2005. And then the thing is, Mattel is really terrible at preserving like a lot of their flash media, especially for its like lesser known brands. So upset. And that's kind of why the Diva Stars webisodes have slipped through the cracks. I mean, a couple of them have been recovered, but you know, we're still looking for those five that haven't been recovered since ages ago. And what makes this even more sad is that the webisodes, they were probably the first ever doll to make the webisodes. Like, cause this is like early when flash just came out. Like mm-hmm. the only like web series, like there's, there were probably a couple web series that existed before this, but I think like the only example that I could give that was like a popular animated flash website, webisode series thing was like this is really going to age me like happy tree friends or something okay (laughs) terrible example but that's the only thing I could think of I mean again though ahead of their time a bit because I know I feel like when you think doll episodes at least for me I my mind goes to like my scene dolls obviously like 
they were pretty mm. legendary. Yes, but I mean that was episodes. love them. But that was like a good couple years after mm. Diva Stars. Like I think Diva Stars was kind of on their way out when my scene was coming up, right? Yeah, because so. Fashion Diva Stars would have been released and then that would fizzled out like right after. So the Diva yeah. Stars webisodes were produced from like 2000 to 2002, three around that time. And then the My Scene webisodes would have come out in like 2002 and would have lasted until like maybe 2008. Mm-hmm. Which is wild, I think. Um, I kind of, so we've kind of mentioned it here and there that unfortunately, you know, like with a lot of Flash Media, the Diva Stars website has been lost to time, but something's been saved. Can you guys like get into that? Like, do you know the process of like how you get these webisodes back? Like, do you know how any of that works? <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead, Justin. Yeah, take it away. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think by the time 2020 had come around, I think only three of the webisodes were accessible, and that was webisodes two, three, and 12, which were Diva Star or Stratum and Do the Walk. Diva Stars Rock the House and Fashion Emergency. And then while I was looking through the internet archives through like, I think the URL section, Mm -hmm. I found like SWF files for webisodes 9, 10, and 11. However, Mm. they were missing an important file that made them load, like that caused the webisode to load. So at this time, I actually had a different flash player than the one that I have now. And I was able to get them to play because I used like a lever thing. Like I used this little tool that they had where you could like lever over the webisode. But unfortunately, Mm. playing the webisode on like a normal flash player wouldn't do anything because it just would be stuck. Mm -hmm. And then I was looking through kind of the profiles of one of the Diva Stars kind of not developers, but like one of the person or people that did like work on one of the webisodes, I believe webisode three. Uh, D Chester Studios and I looked on their website and they had like an early version of the Diva Stars website on there and I think the Diva Stars went uh web page actually found it and they actually decided to update their website because of that and then mm-hmm. to add on to that I found the first ever webisode albeit I don't know if it's like the final version or if it's like a prototype version because oof, I don't know how to explain this but <laughs> The beginning of the episode plays a lot quicker than expected. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad somebody else noticed that. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's because the webisode wasn't capped. I don't know if that's the right term to use for it because usually it plays a lot quicker than it does. And I believe like the voice acting and stuff cancels out everything that goes on. And mm-hmm. I don't know if the version that was on the website back in, in the day actually had that fixed or whatever, but uh, yeah, um, it did. <laughs> okay yeah um so that might be like a prototype version i I mean it's better than nothing i mean at least we found something exactly and then i think a couple months later i was contacting someone who worked on webisodes 12 to 14 uh nilo tipler and i was just like do you have these webisodes and he was looking for them and it turns out that another person was looking for them as well (sighs) and this person turned out to be my very good friend who i just talked to not too long ago uh today sugar software And she found webisodes 12 and 13. And again, these were more like the prototype versions of the episodes because they had like, well, the only really thing, like big thing was that the instructions had like what we need to put here for instructions or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know if Erica can explain it better than I do, but 
placeholder text, basically. Essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, the webisodes worked fine. Like, they were able to play. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you played it on, like, Numuki or if you could play it on, like, your Flash player, they would just work just perfectly fine. And then um, those got discovered. And then a few months later, I was on um, kind of looking through the archive of Flashpoint Infinity. And um, I found uh more webisodes and it was actually the ones that were on the internet archives but they were the fixed version so mm-hmm. they recreated the file that was needed for the webisode to load and then now those are pretty much found and those could be playable which is great wow um but sadly we still have five webisodes that are still missing and those are webisodes four through eight i don't know uh, the names. Let me get it up for a second. Cause... Yeah, because I was going to ask, do you know like the plot of these or do we just know the episode numbers? Like, do we know anything there are, about them? There are plots to them and they do have okay. titles. So okay, I'm so just going to read off the Diva Stars yeah. Weebly page. So we have webisode four, which is Diva Galleria Shop and Spree. Right. <clears throat> the objective of the game was to collect items on the mall shelves that match the style of the Diva Stars girl you were shopping as. The girl would push a shopping cart through the long line of shelves where different items were mixed in with the girl's belongings. Right. I don't. I, I, don't va- know I vaguely remember this one. Me too. I, feel I like was like, a lot of them, though. I'm going to be like, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Webisode five. So we have the show must go on. The Diva Stars attended a fireworks show, but something goes wrong with the show. So the game has you creating your own fireworks by customizing the shape and color before launching them into the night sky. Hmm. Customizing. Right, right. Essentially. <laughs> I, I do actually remember that one very, very vividly. I, I, it's now like one of those things, like it actually heightened my expectation for real fireworks because yeah. I'm like, <laughs> we don't have cat fireworks. What the heck? What is this? <laughs> I want cat fireworks. I want fireworks of cats. Yeah. <laughs> right. I want fireworks in different shapes, not just circles and squares and glitter. <laughs> they really need I... to step up the fireworks game, honestly. <laughs> they need to learn from the diva stars. Honestly, we could all right. learn a little from the diva stars, I feel. All right. So episode six, we have Scoop for the Stars. Uh, the Diva Stars were cleaning litter from the park, so the game objective <gasps> was to control one of the Diva Stars and collect litter on their moped scooters. I have a question on this one. Was this one made to promote the mini Diva Stars because they had an accessory that was a scooter? And did they, like, wear their outfits from that webisode? Because I would love to see them in, like, animated form. Like, I would love to see Alexa wear, like, her little, oh like, goodness. her shawl and, like, her Clueless-inspired, like, outfit. <laughs> uh, on the little I- scooter. Uh, I, yeah. I I vaguely remember this one and I do not think that they had the outfits, but I think it did. I think it was kind of like a tie in with the scooters because I think they did release those at about the same time. Okay. But I want to say that the bigger Diva Star, like the Wave 2, actually did have a scooter. Mm. I think. Because I knew I think, that they had the car, but I also think they had a scooter for the bigger dolls. <laughs> I think the car came out around the same time as like when Miranda was introduced, <gasps> I believe. Mm. So, I'm gonna, yeah, well, I'm going to say it probably came before because I remember in one of the websites, I think it was like nine, no, ten. Yeah. Before Miranda, they had the car and they drove it. <laughs> yeah, but that was like the art style change. So that would have been like 2001, maybe. Yeah. Maybe and then 
Yeah. So episode seven, we have the big dance. Now this one, whenever I like get comments from like my old diva stars, like webisode posts, this one is probably the one that a lot of people request. So I guess this one is a lot of people's favorites or at least, yeah, the diva stars are getting ready for their school dance. And Alexa calls in favor with a stylist to provide the greatest makeover ever. The game have you, or the game had you, had you, who wrote this? Excuse me. The game. (laughs) Excuse me. That was really bitchy, but excuse me. Wow. The game, the game had you choose eyeshadow, lipstick, lipstick, and wait. Wow. Let me. My God. <laughs> Whoever wrote this, I swear. <laughs> oh the, man, I was gonna say poor Lizzie. <laughs> poor girl. Sorry, girl. <laughs> the game had you uh, choose eyeshadow, lipstick, and hair streak shade color and whatever you have yeah, we get the idea the colors of their colors. eyeshadow yeah. lipstick hair streaks and nail polish and a makeover um, game yeah I think okay. I posted something about this on reddit and I believe someone said that the stylist had like a very gratuitous French accent Ooh. and I think his name was like Jacques or something I could see it it's either that or Pierre yeah Pierre and then finally we have <laughs> the only two French names yeah, we have webisode eight, which is the only web or the last webisode that's currently lost. Cats, oh. dogs, and bunnies. And oh. the Diva Stars helped out at a pet salon to clean and groom their pets. And the little uh, fan site manager said, I don't honestly remember the specifics that much. So you can help me out if you remember. So there I, you go. I am just so upset that websites from our youth, from our childhood, like the old Bratz websites, Maybe even the Mycene, but like the Diva Stars, like they're just lost. Gone. <laughs> Gone. It's so Very upsetting sad. to me. Like, why they got a axe flash? I'm really annoyed by it and upset. Well, and it's even funnier too, because like places like uh Neopets, oh. Neopets preserves every single game, it feels like. So like even if it's a flash yeah. game that retires, mm-hmm. it's because I remember like obviously I played more Neopets as a kid, but um, they had the Ooh. game graveyard, which is mm, where the games went yeah. when they retired, and you could still play oh, yeah. them. But yeah. they were like, yeah, the games that they couldn't really support anymore. They're like, if you have the technology, you can do it. But if you don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, didn't Neopets have a Diva Stars game on their website? <gasps> or they did. I actually right. just played it recently. Oh my goodness! The channel. Right, right. What That's on this? Flashpoint. That's on Flashpoint it- as well. It is. It's actually, it's, I'm kind of disappointed in the game though for the Diva Stars because it is basically a Yusuke Frenzy uh, cover game, basically. It is just a reboot of that game. A reskin, essentially. A reskin, yes. And I was just like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Yusuke Frenzy was like my favorite game on Neopets, but still, I was like, you could have done a little bit more. It's Diva Stars. It's a fashion doll. Like you could have put a little bit more effort into it. Right. Put Alexa like in a t-shirt with an Asia on her or something like that. Like some Neopets on like paraphernalia on her. Like do something with that way. And it makes me wonder, like, why just Nikki and Alexa? Like, why can't hmm. you just add Summer and Tia? Honestly. And apparently they hadn't made the pets at this point yet because um the pets. I believe- yeah. I believe <laughs> the pets. pets- are- so poorly drawn (laughs) (laughs) i believe i do have like the boxes for three-fourths of the original diva stars and they were on the box but they weren't as poorly drawn as that was they look more like 
the Neopets version, except they're not as bad or like nightmare fuel, but mm-hmm. it I looked think like was, bootlegs. It was, it was their early designs. And then the final designs would come out when the second wave dolls were released. Mm. So wow. yeah, choices wow. were made. Choices were made. I had no idea Neopets and Divasaurs just had like a little crossover moment. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the two thousands, Neopets literally oh. did a collab with like everybody if they could. They're like, Disney's got something new coming out, let's do a collab. Uh, Diva Stars coming out, let's do a collab. If so Nickelodeon funny. has something like if they have a SpongeBob thing, oh my let's god, collab yeah. with them, let's do a collab. Yep, oh show god. show the trailer in our Neopets esque theater where you can feed your <laughs> pet for free. Do it. <laughs> so funny. Um, do you guys have a favorite webisode? I think I already mentioned mine. Mine is a uh, fashion emergency. Oh, a classic. Just because of the nostalgia of it all. I feel like I, I remember that one a lot. I feel like, cause I feel like in my mind, that was like the last one. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the last one I was really aware of. And I just remember them like advertising it a lot. I don't know. And I kept playing it over and over and over. <laughs> so that one always sticks out in my mind. Air Kitty, what about you? Let's see. I, I can't actually pick one. That's a favorite. I do have a least favorite though. Let's hear it. Oh, yes. It is Webisode 9. Webisode 9 is my least favorite because it has the absolute worst message for children. Oh, no. This girl's here to blame. Or this girl is yeah. Ready. Webisode 9 has, like, the worst message to send to kids because basically Alexa lies through her teeth to impress a guy. Mm. And even, so, like, the challenges that you have to snowboard down a mountain that alexa says that she loves snowboarding so much and everything um and even if you lose even if you you hit everything going you don't collect one objective star nothing she still gets the guy at the end i'm like that is not what we need to be teaching children yeah (laughs) you don't get rewarded for being a liar no yeah definitely not alexa's finest moment that webisode definitely was uh missed the mark a bit exactly yeah right um i do have a point that i will say another webisode that i definitely think missed the mark for me well it's not as bad as a webisode because i do really like the aesthetic of it all i would have to say the pop star dreams webisode only mm, because of the way mm. how they removed summer and they brought in miranda i have a bone to pick with miranda guys i don't know if i want to get into it now <laughs> no it's okay let's I'm hear it with you well okay i remember being pissed because summer was my favorite and they replaced her with miranda so i did not take well to miranda because i was like you replaced my favorite yeah when we get to like what we like the thing is like when we get to like what we would have done different for the brands i would have to say um yeah the thing is i think miranda they shouldn't have replaced Miranda or summer with Miranda. They should have mm-hmm. just added Miranda into the group and made them a five piece. Like they should have yeah. had like, you know how like the first, like the Bratz dolls had Yasmin, Chloe, Sasha and Jade. Yeah. And then Megan was brought in as like the fifth mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Like they should have done that because if Megan was brought in to replace oh, Sasha, for instance, that wouldn't have went well with anybody. Like, because no. Sasha, for one thing, was the only black doll as a part of the line and replacing yeah. her with like, excuse me, replacing her with like, a redheaded doll. I mean, not only does that lose diversity, but it's also just like you're getting rid of like why a character from the brand. And yeah. the thing is, I do like Miranda, but I didn't like the fact that they replaced her with or replaced her, uh, replaced Summer with her. Yeah, yeah. Because that was my major issue. 
Yeah, because the thing is, I don't mind Miranda as a character. I will say she is kind of a victim of like wasted potential because of how short lived mm-hmm. the line was. Yeah. Like if she was in the line for like a little bit, I think we could have gotten to know her a little better. But unfortunately, with how short lived the line was and the fact that she didn't really have much of an established personality, she kind of suffered as a result. And it's a shame because mm-hmm. I love her design. It's just I wish that a they didn't replace Summer with her. And then B, I wish she could have had a little bit more of an interesting personality to her, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did like the pink streaks. I will give her that. I did like the pink streaks. Mm-hmm. I, um... I will say I'm a little disappointed in Mattel because, you know, what was it? Um, In like her initial design, they give her like Farrah Fawcett hair, like, you know, the yes. feathery hair. Yes. The crazy and then, bangs. And then you see the doll and she's got like 1950s housewife hair. And you're like, yeah. Are we doing 1950s housewife? We're doing Farrah Fawcett. I'm confused. Yeah. If I ever do get that doll, I'm going to try to give her the Farrah Fawcett hair because she needs it. And also Tia. Tia has like braids, like micro braids in the webisode. Like she kind of gives mm-hmm. me like brandy vibes and she had like little beads in her hair. The doll has the braids, but like instead of giving her beads, they gave her like colored rubber bands. And it's just like, that's mm. that's so lazy. It's not the same. I know the 2000s, the, same. the 2000s was all about giving like girls and everything like that, like just like hair toys and stuff like that. It's like, you yeah. can't give me little beads for dolls. Like, I mean, I can put beads in my own hair and you give me yeah. a bunch of that. Yeah. You can't give me it for the doll. Yeah. I I remember too in that pop star episode and they introduced Miranda. She has the fair faucet bangs, but she also has like the dotted eyebrows. I the did remember that. Brows. I was like, What's going on with that? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing too. Even years ago, I was like, what is going on with your eyebrows? It looks like she a has bad an, experiment. She has, <laughs> she has yeah. the Novi Stars brows. Oh my God. Like I I want to know if she had like some like stickers or like bedazzled the something gems? just like yeah yeah but I don't know like her full-on brows I was like watching it I'm like what is going on here also yeah. the pop star like the Australian pop star I mean I covered this in the rest of the episode but like oh my god that episode just makes me laugh it's just so funny <laughs> like, oh like stage. the thing is that the way how they like when she sees them dancing dancing yeah they're not dancing they're just like on their chair just like yeah 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 swiveling their heads it looks so awkward he's like those girls get them up here we need them <laughs> right I'm, I'm thinking it's miranda's eyebrows that caught her eye and she's like get those mm-hmm. girls right there mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. row yeah mm-hmm. that row yeah do you think she's like was inspired by like kylie minogue or like nikki webster or whatever pop star was from that time period or do you think it was britney spears maybe i don't know I can't really tell. I think whoever voiced the pop star, though, I think I noticed in the webisode that her accent kept going out a little bit. So yeah. I was just like, mm. the thing is, I love Tara Strong and she voices Miranda, too. And I think I she voiced the pop star. But Pro- I think so. Probably. Yeah, that accent was not very convincing. A, l- a little work. Right. Uh, I was like, why did we need it to be another accent? I'm like, what's wrong with just using your normal voice? <laughs> what's wrong with it? Come on. Um <laughs> Another detail that really cracked me up from another episode. I can't remember the name of it, but it's when they are on an island doing oh, yes. the luau. Yes. Y'all, their feet <laughs> without the shoes, massive. <laughs> massive. Oh, yeah. And I was like, people come for brats for the big shoes, I feel like. And I'm like, y'all don't know Diva Stars. They were the trailblazers of the big feet. Oh, and, like- and the way how they like enter the island too is so funny. Like they have this plane, they're in the plane, they're literally landing, their car comes out of nowhere. Like it's literally like this yeah. weird like pocket. They just like drive through water. It's just like, how mm-hmm. is that realistic? I know. 
even even the the dances that were in that little mini game too because like now granted the whole feet thing made me really uncomfortable as a kid because obviously this was the first time we ever <laughs> saw their bare feet yeah it was un- but, unnerving but granted when, after you have a brat stall and you're like oh i want to switch shoes and you just find ankles with a yeah. stub on it and you're yeah. like what happened to you chloe where are your feet <laughs> What deal did you make yeah. for these shoes? <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like that one too. Like then I saw the dances and it was like, you know, as a kid, you're just like, you know, it's like, it's happy. It's fun and everything. You don't think much of it. Now mm-hmm. seeing as an adult, I'm like, we didn't even do these dances in the 2000s. What are these dances? Just yeah. like, yeah. one of them literally looks like, you know, she's like, I think I played with Summer and she's, Summer just looks like she's like suddenly tried to tell me like, I'm watching you watching yeah. you I think she's doing the uh oh what were those uh didn't laguna from like a monster high commercial do it i forget what it was I oh think it was... like the peace sign across the eyes kind of yeah like i think they're yeah, meant yeah, to do yeah. this like yeah yeah, yeah but, but it looks not... like but like the way that yeah they're moving it's like it i get that they were trying to do this motion but it looked nothing like this it looked no. like she was doing this yeah no. like and yeah. I'm like, I feel scared for my life. I feel like summer's <laughs> going to come breaking down my door at any moment that something bad happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. Our summer girl. Um, for summer. For summer. Um, yeah, the other one I want to mention real quick is the the um, theme park one or whatever. Mm. When they're in like hat land and like blow dry aroma or something. Like, yeah, I was like, okay. Again, Miranda has the polka dot eyebrows, I'm pretty sure. In this yeah, one, she does. does. She, they all have the same hairstyles, yeah. essentially. And those boys at the end cracked me up, too. I don't know. The designs for the Divas are boys just are funny to me. And it makes me wonder how they would have looked in doll form if we had gotten that mm. point. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Oh, geez. <laughs> have you I ever mean, considered it? <laughs> yeah, I have ideas for, like, when we get... Obviously, again, when we get to, when like, we, we could have done yeah. different... <laughs> I have some ideas about the Diva Stars boys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's funny because I'm like, if they had ever gotten released, I'm sure that it would have been like a dual set, like with one of the girls. It would have been like a prom <gasps> set or something like that. And I'm like, I would have loved that Ooh, as a kid. That would have been, been good. Like, that oh, that would have been, been fun. That would have been really fun. And I'm like, I would have begged my mom to get that because when I now then I would have had a girl mm-hmm. Diva Star, but then I would have had one of the boys for her date. And I've been <gasps> like, yay, my doll has a boyfriend. Oh my yes. god, I do. Yeah them talking back and forth I can here's see the it. thing though like if you had like another set like what would happen if you like grabbed another girl and grabbed her with a different boy oh <laughs> oh there's drama there Alexa, <laughs> let's add Alexa some drama Moran. to the story <laughs> exactly you got ethan and alexa oh go on to prom together and then miranda steps in and then all of a or sudden no, summer the- let's get to summer oh <laughs> summer and then like you my know God. alexa's she's like looking at t and she's like hold my earrings yeah. And they're about ready to throw down. <laughs> oh my God. I would have loved that. Uh, a two pack of the boy. That would have been so good. Oh, so yeah. interesting for sure. I've seen the girls just throw down. Right? <laughs> euphoria. Yeah, euphoria. <laughs> um, real quick, I want to ask you guys like, I mean, it's just a simple question, but it's important. Favorite character? I feel like I know. <laughs> um, but let's just get into it. I would say my favorite character. I mean, I love Alexa, but I will mm-hmm. say Summer comes in close. Like if I had the ability to tie both of them, I definitely would. But I have to say Alexa because A, obviously she reminds me a lot of myself minus the lying situation. Mm-hmm. But when we get to the the canceled TV series, like yes. there's a lot of differences when it comes to like the characters from like 
their prototype stage and then like their final form. Mm-hmm. And um, Alexa definitely has like a lot of like similar attributes to me. Like we're both blonde. Well, I'm not naturally, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, we both love fashion. We both love cats. I mean, hello. hello. I mean, we both love the color pink. I mean, it's not my favorite color, but I love the color pink. We love it. And, you know, I have dreams of becoming a fashion designer. So I could see her being like a big, like, like seamstress or whatever. Yeah. Mm, for sure. But I think because of the nostalgia, I also really like Summer because she's the character with the most death. Mm. Yes. yes. Yeah. Love Summer. Eric Kitty, what about you? Um, so for me, I think it was funny because as a kid, I think my favorite was Alexa. But as I grew up, my favorites are now kind of a tie between Summer and Tia. Okay. Um, summer just because like obviously she's an artist she's very spiritual in a sense and obviously I've done a few like zodiac stuff on my channel and you know I'm very artsy in like my daily life so um that's her but then obviously Tia is the techno geek basically and she's she you know you see her set up in her bedroom Mm -hmm. of the website and like compares like everyone else and it's like it's the whole shebang and I'm like yeah even now, like, I'm like, I want your setup to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good setup. Mm-hmm. I love early 2000s, like electronic girlies. Like it's just so funny to me. Like nothing mm-hmm. says more like the year 2000 than like a PDA. And I love it. Like yes. Uh, yep. yes. it just brings me back to that time. Um, I wanted to talk about the transition from the diva stars dolls to the fashion diva stars, because in my mind, mm. It's kind of, I don't want to say it's them admitting defeat, but it's definitely, in my opinion, them just losing the special, you know, with the talking and the everything like that. And then like, I mean, what do you guys think? Justin, let's start with you. I mean, even though I can't admit that I do really like the Fashion Diva stars, and I will say that of the spinoffs, I will say they're my favorite, but I can admit that this was definitely a way to compete with Bratz. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, the bodies, I mean, they're not similar to Barbie, but they kind of have like the belly button equivalent to like the teen skipper body. Yeah. Like the thing is maybe they used, weren't planning on using these bodies for like a teen skipper reboot, but then they never did. And they used it for these girls. I mean, despite the fact that they still have the talking feature and they have the big feet, like they don't have the interactive like abilities that the original dolls have. So you can't like put a Tia or like a Miranda together and they would talk like they don't do that. And it's kind of a shame. I do love the fashion, though. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of all the pieces, but I do really like a couple of their clothing pieces, like Tia's full outfit from the second wave where she has like the glow in a dark fashion is so like, it's so funny how she literally has like a picture of like her and her friends on the top. And then I think there's pictures of her on like the pant part. Mm-hmm. That's um, yeah, I mean, I do like them, but I can definitely tell that this was definitely a way to compete with Bratz and it worked in their disfavor. So mm-hmm. 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 Eric, what do you think? Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, I mean, like, I that was probably my very first like Diva Stars doll was the fashion one, and mm-hmm. it it was fine. It yeah, it was like a Barbie doll, so it kind of like it fit with all my other Barbie doll kind of stuff. Yeah, um, and there were definitely some improvements I think with the fashion doll from the original because of the fact of like the proportions were now more proportionally aligned, mm-hmm. um, and just the fact of like the cloth clothes were a lot easier to like Mm -hmm. if you want like if you're like oh I love this shirt but it doesn't look great on summer but it looked better on or like you know it doesn't look great on like Miranda but I think it looks great on Tia or something like that it was easy to switch them out 
but it yeah. definitely was like yeah it got rid of the charm of diva stars itself and i was just like yeah. i was so sad because i was like yeah it still talks but now it's more like a tar- a talking barbie which i mm-hmm. could probably buy cheaper <laughs> yeah yeah and the thing is like their heads are essentially just a recycled mini diva stars, but they have like new eyes. And I will say mm. that the eye molds that they used for these ones were used for the third wave diva stars, which I believe are mini diva stars, which I believe were only exclusive to Target, which is why you don't see them a lot. Right. And mm. I was even considering uh, rebodying. Like if I ever got another one of this summer, I would actually rebody her and put her on a fashion diva stars body and like make mm. my unofficial fashion <gasps> diva star summer. Oh my goodness. And again, I do have ideas like if how I would have run Diva Stars, like I would have had like Summer and all the fashion Diva Stars lines. Mm, yeah, for sure. You know, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's um, yeah, it's like, it's like you're saying they lost their charm a bit and they're like something that made them special and individual from other doll brands. I feel like they just kind of lost that spark. And um, plus with like my scene and Flava's mm-hmm. kind of coming out, like with our other Bratz competitors, Diva Stars just kind of faded into the background. And it's yeah. a shame because they had a lot of potential, but Mattel just would not want to stop competing with Bratz. So mm-hmm. they just had to throw out their most unique doll line and just murder them with an axe. So Basically. pretty much. <laughs> it's a little sad. Um but I was very shocked to hear that there was going to be a potential TV series. Now, Justin. I mean, I think you got the fine of all fines here when you got the show Bible. Can you talk about this and everything that goes along with it? All right. So me and Air Kitty did a video, not together, but we did separate videos on this potential Diva Stars TV series. So I was looking on eBay for like Diva Stars items because obviously I'm always on eBay sometimes. And I ran across this bidding for a Diva Stars pitch Bible, which I have right here. Mm-hmm. of the four girls. I love it. Oh, that artwork. And it's this little folder of the Diva Stars like little um artwork from that era. And um I looked and like I looked at the listing. I was like, is this legit? And yeah. I kind of read it. I contacted the seller saying like if he knew anything else from it and um he didn't really have much of a response. He just said, "Sorry, I didn't ask. I didn't know about it." So this Steve Stars pitch Bible was written by Dean Steffen, who was a storyboarder for like a lot of cartoons around this time, like not just like normal cartoons like Jackie Chan Adventures, Cat Dog, so on and so forth. But he also mm-hmm. did like a lot of like Marvel and DC things. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with this pitch Bible, it was written on July 20th, 2000, when the dolls would have come out maybe around like September or October. So mm-hmm. like in the fall. So the Diva Stars were probably already in production or at least out of production and then ready to be shipped into store shelves. Um, I will say, even though I do like the fact that I do own this because it's essentially just like once in a lifetime purchase. It's, it's a piece of history. The Diva Stars show in question was very bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to yeah. let Eric Kitty talk about the rest of this because yeah. it's interesting. Yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's actually quite funny, the different styles of videos. Like, Justin did a great, like, um, overall history of, like, the actual TV show and everything. I did a full deep dive in my whole opinion about the whole TV show. And I'm like, it had a lot of great potential. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was was definitely a mess. It was (laughs) all over the place. I mean, today, if this had been a show, I would have still watched it, like. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
regardless yeah. because it's like it's a piece of history i would have loved every second of this mess this hot mess going out but if i had watched it as a kid or like i guess if it had released now i wouldn't have understood it and because yeah. the fact of the main thing and it it makes sense because dean stefan is the writer and the pattern here is that he works a lot on superhero tv shows mm-hmm. he also tried to make the diva star superheroes and it was like I don't understand why. Why did that need to be a thing? Yeah. But it was funny because, yeah, you could take a lot of the different pitches he had for episodes and you still could have probably reused them. Just ditch the superhero thing. Yeah, it wouldn't have added up with the doll line it was based off of. Like, these girls aren't superheroes. They're teens living in California. That's how I view them. Right. And... Honestly, I get the vision, but it wouldn't have made sense with the doll line. And no, I mean, obviously, Dean Stefan is sadly no longer with us. He passed away in 2018. So obviously, I wasn't able to ask him, like, what happened to the series? I'm guessing it could have been either one of three things. One, Mattel was going through their financial troubles at the time following like their disastrous acquisition of the learning company. And also Mm -hmm. their CEO at the time, Jill Barrett, had stepped down and then Robert Eckerd would take over. So I don't know if that got a lot of products or projects like, like canceled or whatever. Yeah. And then the second option was that more creator driven shows started to kind of take over in the nineties and two thousand. So like shows based off toys were rather uncommon and were rather short lived. Mm -hmm. And then the other option is that Mattel saw this and they were just like, we're not continuing on with this. I mean, the whole superhero angle is definitely a disconnect from the dolls. And I'm wondering if they had went through with this show, would it have affected the dolls? Or would they just be like different entities in a way? Like, how would this have worked? And yeah, plus, like, there was a lot of, like, interesting details about the characters. Like, Alexa's last name is literally Diva. I know. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. And then, like, Fairview was kind of like... I don't know if this is a fictitious town or if it's actually based off of a specific, like if it takes place in real life, but apparently it might take place, it takes place in California because West coast, that's where California is located. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they make the characters there. The characters are a little more different here than they are on the, the dolls. So Alexa yeah. would have had a lot more depth here. She would have had a little bit more of a headstrong, more ambitious kind of character personality. She would have been interested in like fashion, but like she would have liked not just fashion at the mall, but like thrift stores, garage Mm -hmm. sales. Like she would have been the type that would turn like a piece of garment that looks like it was made from nothing and turn it into something. Mm -hmm. And then she would have Cinderella. Yeah. Essentially. And um, she would have also had an interest in like mystery novels, I believe. Mm. Oh, Yeah. And the thing is, she also has like her, apparently she knew Tia and Nikki literally since they were younger and Summer was actually the new girl of the group. So she actually only moved into town like a few years when the show takes place. So that's an interesting detail. Is it safe to say Alexa was the main character or kind of the lead? Oh, yeah. It's definitely right. Like, I feel like, yeah, in my head, she's always been the leader of the fashion. So that tracks. Yeah, then Nikki would have had a little bit more. I think her interest in sports was a lot different here than it was in the doll line. Mm. Um, Here, she would have had an interest in karate and like kickboxing. I can see that. She would have also had an interest in um, 
health. Like she was a health nut. Like she would drink mm-hmm. these like disgusting shakes. I like, it was so interesting. And like then also shakes. mentions, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And then it also mentions that she's kind of like a mix between Jean-Claude Van Damme and Jennifer Lopez, which low key kind of supports my headcanon that she's Puerto Rican. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And then I think she would have also um, had like good strategy, I believe is what Eric Kitty said in her video. Yeah. I had noticed that. I think uh, Dean Stefan had explicitly mentioned it in the Bible where they had, he had kind of said that basically she was a strategist mm. of the group. Mm. Yeah. And then Summer would have had a little bit more of a, I can't say like the weirdo or like the black sheep of the group. Um, but even in like the Diva Star series, I feel like she was also kind of given a little bit of the back burner. Like the girls were always a little bit more like, what's this girl on or whatever. Yeah. And she's often mistaken as a space cadet, which I said in my videos kind of a trait mm-hmm. where someone could be mistaken um, for being on drugs because of how out of touch they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her character would have also had like an interest in like aliens and like extra sensory perception or whatever. And then like oh. Zodiac signs, which I could see the Zodiac signs part and maybe the like ESP, but I don't know about the aliens thing. Like maybe like, I don't okay. know. And yeah. Yeah, like obviously, I do like the zodiac sign part, but the other parts, I'm like, okay. Um, I mean, I'm surprised they don't have the animal lover. Am I free? Is that that's a thing, right? And I'm not making that. Oh up. no, she's an animal oh, yeah, lover, no. right? I'm like, where's yeah. that? Where's that? Aspect? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, she's also like very much an environmentalist. Like yeah. she, like if mm. she sees someone throwing something on the floor, like oh, littering something, she would let them know. Exactly. It's over for them. It's over. And yeah, and she has this interesting thing where summer communicates with nature and though she can't talk exact or exactly talk to animals she does have a special relationship with them she tells the others that because she was a panda or she tells the others excuse me let me start that over yeah she tells the others that wait she tells the others that's because she was a panda in the past life when she comes out with that type of statement the other diva stars don't know quite how to respond or may roll their eyes so I'm not loving where this direction is going for our girl summer. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I prefer the doll. I kind of wish. I don't like, like her it, being the punching bag. <laughs> no, I feel like she was even the punching bag in the doll. Like they got rid she, of her. She definitely she was. was. They got but rid I of her. I feel like she's the most popular. Am I wrong? Come on. Yeah. She well, is now she punch. is. Yeah. Hello. Because we can- <laughs> she is now because we're, we now actually know that global warming is a thing. And like, we are like, oh yeah, shoot. The things that yeah. someone was talking about was true. I mean, she was ahead of yeah. her time. She was an again, icon. Again, she's icon. a legend. Icon. And then Tia, I will say I do like Tia's personality in here because it's a lot different from the doll line, mm. but it's in a good way. Um, she would have been a little bit more introverted and more to herself, mm. which makes sense for her character because she is really into technology and she's yeah. more comfortable with her technology more than being around people. And I believe it even mentions that, that she's not really interested well she's not really interested in guys per se but she doesn't really have like a not a great relationship but she doesn't have strong feelings for any of the guys at their school which could mean that she's more attracted to like fictitious fictitious characters or like pop stars or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah and I feel like the doll line kind of just made her more stereotypically like sassy yeah and 
you know, I feel like, I mean, obviously if she was introverted and more to herself, it would have made, wouldn't have made sense for the dolls because they talk and they're very social, social. But I just prefer her personality here more because honestly, it just makes sense. And I believe Eric Kitty mentioned in her video that she gave off strong asexual vibes. Mm. Yes. I'm like, my headcanon now is Tia yeah. is asexual. And it's actually been funny because I just thought about this, that in webisode nine, you do kind of see that little bit like of she's not as interested in guys, at least not like in a, um, we'll say a sexual manner in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because like all the other girls, when they, you know, win over Hans, they have some sort of like f- kind of flirtatious thing, like like summer's like is hubba hubba yeah (laughs) and then like you know like alexa's like oh my god i just i love snowboarding and she's like all into it and then tia when she wins han she's like i got a new best friend it's like ooh, Mm. wins the guy and then immediately friend zones him yeah 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 the thing is that they ever bring back diva stars i feel like tia being kind of billed as like the asexual girl i feel like that'd be kind of groundbreaking because i don't really mm. see a lot of asexual representation in media the only two characters that i could think of are spongebob and Ooh. i believe mm. there was a character in oh, what was that show bojack horseman there was this guy i don't remember his name but he's asexual oh um todd isn't it yes yes So I feel like also like having Tia as an asexual character, that would be like groundbreaking, especially considering Mm -hmm. she is a black character and she's also like a woman. So I feel like having like a black female character be asexual, that would be like really like good representation for those asexuals out there. Exactly. Right. I mean, we we barely have. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Sorry. And I know recently Mattel did uh, recently, um, did monster high like re- they're doing the reboot with monster high and then the live action mm-hmm. movie um frankie is now non-binary and yeah. now they so and then of course they go by they them pronouns yes which i think is groundbreaking obviously there hasn't been always a positive reception to it because obviously people are bigoted pieces of shit mm-hmm. but <laughs> To put it lightly. I mean, I'm glad that there are like more representation for LGBTQ plus like people mm-hmm. in dolls now. Mm-hmm. Do they mention where does the superhero come in? Like, do they get powers? Literally first page. First page? Okay. Right <laughs> first <into> page. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it was necessarily superpowers. It was just like for some reason someone's having a bad day just takes it out on this little old town america for some reason just Mm -hmm. specifically targets them no reason mentioned whatsoever this is why it's a complete mess and obviously apparently the cops are completely incompetent they dean stefan literally says that i'm like i don't really like that because obviously that kind of paints a bad image for real cops because they're really not yeah (laughs) most of them aren't at least but it's kind of the, yeah, but then it's like, so apparently because the cops can't do their job in this little town because they don't have crimes in this town beforehand, uh, the Diva Stars are like, you know what? We're going to become superheroes. We have no superpowers. We have no experience. Okay. Vigilantes yeah. almost. And then like each girl kind of had like their own specific like superpower or like trait or whatever. So right. Alexa's like the ringleader, like kind of giving off like a totally spies kind of moment. Oh, mm. Love that. Nikki's kind of like the kick, like the ass kicker of the group. She would definitely gotcha. like just, gotcha. just fight right. them. Summer, I believe, was either an empath or like 
had telepathy. Uh, what's oh, the word? Yeah, telepathy. Yeah. Telepathy, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So she kind was of the like psychic. Gotcha. So yeah, definitely like the Phoebe of the group, <gasps> like Phoebe from Charmed. And then Tia, I believe, was the hacker. I mean, makes sense for that. Her makes sense. Girl in the chair. And then the other characters that would have been in the show, they never made appearances in the webisodes or like were never mentioned. So they could have likely been scrapped altogether. We have Jimmy, who I believe is like this kid who lives a few doors down from Alexa. Um, the damsel in distress. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then we have like Principal Dalton, who's like the principal of the school. We have the mean girls, Tiffany and Monique. Obviously, we have the mean girl trope. Yeah. And then we have Ricky, who is Nikki's older brother. And although he is mentioned in the doll line, he's only referred to as like Nikki's older brother. Like nothing Mm. else than that. Nikki and Ricky. Yeah. And (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of it. Like obviously never went through, probably for the best. Yeah. I mean, do we know why? (laughs) Or well, the guy died, so we can't really ask him, but I did contact his widow on Facebook a while ago. And I think it's mentioned that I probably never went into production. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't know. I don't have a hundred percent confirmation on if the series web ever went into production, but considering it was so different from the doll line, it was based off of and how so like it was so disjointed. I don't think it would have likely went into production mattel probably put a stop to that they were just like no yeah. we're not it, it we're not doing this it doesn't make any sense right <laughs> like i know the rats dolls in the movie sometimes be like disconnected but this is like a whole other like they're making whole new worlds for these diva stars but i do have a question i just thought of now season two how would you introduce miranda and what would her personality be oh okay so my headcanon is that miranda is really interested in music and that she's really interested in becoming like the next pop star but mm-hmm. obviously summer would still be a part of the group yeah i mean yes. come on summer's Hello. not going anywhere with us no. or not going anywhere yeah. i would say that she would definitely have like a very comedic she'd be like the comedy relief of the group like she would definitely have like a good sense of humor she would definitely like obviously have her serious moments here and there she would definitely be like stan twitter's like favorite mm-hmm. meme i would mm-hmm. say Gotcha. Um, and I feel like she would also like, she's obviously very, she probably would have like one liners, not like super cheesy ones, but yeah. like witty, smart. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of her superpower, like considering Ooh. my headcanon is that she's like a pop star and like very interested in like singing, performing, like probably a theater, theater arts girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know what superpower would suit her exactly. Air Kitty, do you have any ideas? <laughs> Yeah. So it's actually really funny because I'm thinking about like, so Miranda, if I had to re-image Miranda, it's funny because I'm like, I kind of would take from what we saw and try to incorporate a lot of it. And I like the whole idea of like the music bit, because I actually do Mm -hmm. think of that too. Like, I think she'd be really into music. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like one of the things I actually imagined her being very, very shy, like almost like not speaking like but like i'm gonna like imagine like her having like an amazing voice like an amazing voice but she but she has like extreme stage fright like she's very Mm. anxious she's she has like anxiety so like one of her biggest things is she has a hard time you know being on stage and kind of you know showing herself but i'm thinking if she had a superpower i was thinking of like hypnotic voice kind of idea like a siren like a siren voice 
you know, I never thought of the stage fright situation, her being really shy. That would be like really good for like her being introduced. And then later on when she's more comfortable around Mm. the girls, she would definitely have her uh, witty and, you know, comic relief moments. That's a really good idea. Oh my God. I can see it. So many missed opportunities with Miranda. I know, right? Well, I just because you came in way too late in the game too. You didn't even have her moment. Well, and I feel bad too, because it's like, you know, all the girls had their kind of trope. Yeah. Like Alexa was the fashion, Tia was technology, Nikki was sports, and Summer was nature. And then unfortunately, and I feel bad because Miranda is the victim here, but Miranda just came in. She's like, she's just the new girl. Here. She's there. <laughs> did she even have a bedroom on the website? I don't think she I did. Think did she? She, I think she, she did. I think she did, but unfortunately... I think she did, but unfortunately, because of the fact that the flash files for the website are pretty much gone and the fact that the only version of the website is available is like the early version. We don't have a good look of what her uh, room would have looked like, but I imagine she would have had like maybe some music posters and like, I I think you could get like a small glimpse of her room in the webisode fashion emergency, but I think like, it's just a small glimpse. You can't, can't really get like a good look at it. Yeah, well, I was going to say in the webisode, the rooms weren't exactly um, consistent with what was on the like the micro website there. Um, I believe if I remember correctly of Miranda's room, I want to say that there was a music reference. I think she did say something about liking music, but her room was very generic. It mm. like it didn't have a lot of personality in it. Mm. I hate to say it kind of like her. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame. I guess they didn't have maybe enough time to really. It, again, just the effort was not there. Right. Yeah. The effort was not there. It's a shame because she has my favorite like design of all five girls in my opinion. Mm. But yeah. definitely the weakest personality. Like if she was given a little bit more time and a little bit more care, she would have definitely been like a lot better than she did. And it's a shame because she's voiced by Tara Strong, a I literal know, legend. I but know. it's such a waste of opportunity. I made this comparison before in the episode. Obviously, you guys haven't heard that yet, but I'll say it now that um Miranda always reminded me of Delancey from my scene because she's a character that comes in later on. My yes. Delancey doesn't replace anyone, so we'll give props to that. But she comes in later on, and just the platinum blonde hair, the colored streaks. I'm always just like, hmm. Yeah. They're similar to me in that way. Yeah, but I feel like Miranda, or not Miranda, Delancey definitely had a lot more personality because, again, oh, yeah. my scene was taken, was given a lot more care when it came to their characters. They for had sure. a lot more personality. Which makes if, me sad for Miranda of what could have been. <laughs> what could have been for Miss Miranda? Oh. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember when Delancey came in for my scene, and I'm not even gonna lie, both with Miranda and with um, Delancey, I was like, I kind of feel like I was like, they're just ripoff characters of the main leader character. Why do we need them? <laughs> oh, and they also dyed her. Head? Yeah, they also dyed her hair like brown once uh, Noli was. Oh no yeah, longer I didn't there like and... that. I didn't like that one bit. Yeah, because hated that. There was a lot of characters in my scene that got replaced. Like Barbie yeah. got replaced with Kennedy. Oh, that I Although never understood. In... Although in my head, Canon Kennedy and Barbie are the same character. So I know. It, well, well, that's a bit of a tangent, but I want to get it. Like with Barbie and Kennedy, especially, Kennedy is the exact same, just with a different name. Yeah, it was so, so weird I'm to me. Like, I was like, are these what? the same character? Like Mattel like I, can make a canon all they want that they're different characters. They're, no, they're the, same. the same in my head canon. Like I think they wanted to, I guess further down the line in the brand, they're like, oh, maybe we should like differentiate Barbie from my scene. So maybe that's why they did it. But I'm like, just leave it. Or like, why didn't you introduce Kennedy as Barbie when it released? Like, it was just messy. It was messy. What's, 
What's funny is that I when I was it. doing my research for my Mattel Bratz video, I went on the website where the designer uh, did the Mattel Bratz. I found these early prototypes of the Mycene Miami getaway dolls and Barbie, I'm guessing, or Kennedy was meant to be probably introduced earlier. But for some reason, the Barbie doll that was from that line was named Courtney. Oh, <laughs> I wish I had pictures. I wish I had pictures. I'll probably send you it after I'm done record or after we're done recording. But yeah. I was like, is this meant to be Kennedy? Like, was she meant to be introduced as early as 2005? Like, yeah, interesting. Like, what gives? What gives? And then, like, with Noli being discontinued, and I think later on they would get rid of Delancey and uh, Madison, and then mm-hmm. Nia was there, and then it was only just Kennedy, Chelsea, and Nia. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's always sad when a character gets discontinued. Right, but sad honestly, honestly, with the Mycene stuff, I'm not even gonna lie. It took me years to figure out that Barbie from Mycene was the same as barbie from barbie it's a lot and, and the same thing with like chelsea mm-hmm. and madison because it's like i didn't put that together until like years and years later so i was like i think that's probably why they changed it because nobody was making that connection that barbie was barbie yeah. yeah and plus like doesn't the barbie as in barbie like she had a sister named kelly and then they renamed her chelsea yeah. i was in the kelly generation i was the kelly gen yeah i mean i never got the thought that they just renamed her or something else it's just like keep her name Kelly oh, like yeah. keep the name Kelly Chelsea I mean it's a cute name but it fits more in with a Mycene Chelsea more than this mm-hmm. Chelsea mm. I just never of, got that a lot of names to juggle um but back on the topic of diva stars I mean Justin you wanted to discuss this how would you handle the brand differently what were your ideas all right so first things first like around the 2002 area or era if Miranda was introduced, Adderin is the fifth diva. Just don't mm-hmm. replace mm-hmm. anybody. Don't replace Nikki. Don't replace Summer. Don't replace Tia. None of them. None. Keep Miranda as like the fifth diva. And I had some ideas for like specific products that I would have done. So the main diva star. So these ones right here. And my yes. kind of like idea, I would have made a third and final line of these, but with Miranda included. So mm, the mm-hmm. pop star, many diva stars had like the pop star line that obviously pop star dreams had the webisode of, um, I would have made a larger version, like the size of these. And then like their whole gimmick would be like, that you could talk to them. They had like the clip on clothes and I had like fashion inspirations for each character. So like Alexa's would be like Britney Spears. And then like, uh, Nikki's would be Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Summer, I mean, in my head, Ken and Summer would have been like a Toys R Us exclusive because oh. obviously that would have been the era where they essentially got rid of her, although she would make one last appearance in the Mini Diva Stars line, but yes, we're just not going to count that. I feel like hers would probably be like a mix of like Ray of Light Madonna and like maybe Ooh. a mix of like Nakia Costa or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Tia, definitely Brandy. The braids are giving it all. Yeah. And then Miranda would definitely be like Christina Aguilera. I love that. And like the whole gimmick is probably like they could not only talk to each other, but they could also have like a singing mode where you could try to like have them sing a specific song. I mean, I imagine that would probably be like a hot mess, but I imagine it would be so fun to watch. Yeah. Do the do the old school, like get get your iPod kids and plug it into your toy and it'll sing. (laughs) Oh my God. But instead of that, like, instead of, like, the iPod thing, they would, like, have a program song and, like, on the doll, and you could, like, put them together, and they would sing the song. <laughs> mm. 
you know, yeah. that miss opportunity that just like the prom, that would have been a good idea. Have them all mm. singing stuff together. Like, yeah, with that technology, it could have worked. And then like the third wave diva stars, like the mini diva stars. So on the box art, they had all four girls, but the only dolls that got released were Alexa, Summer and Nikki. So Tia was never made as a doll. So mm-hmm. I would have changed that and turned Tia like I would have made a Tia doll because obviously there was this weird thing, like obviously in the 2000s, it still kind of happens to this day where black dolls were never really sold in European or like South American markets. It's a really unfortunate thing. And yeah. I really wish doll companies would not do that. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a lot of like the foreign commercials for Diva Stars, so like Italian, French, German, whatever, it would either have like a disclaimer that says Tia is not available in this market or they would cut her out of the shot where the dolls are shown. Mm. I'm surprised no one talks about it, but it's just like, I mean, there's so many other dolls. And plus, like, if you look at the artwork for the dolls, Nikki is whitewashed. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So for the third Diva Stars, like mini Diva Stars line, I would definitely add Tia into the lineup because I definitely don't think it should have been like a third way or like three lineup doll line. It should have had all four of the girls like together. I mean, even if they're all like recycled, like just like the clothes are from the first wave. I mean, you still got to add Tia into the doll. You still have to add like their only black doll into the lineup. Like, I mean, come on, you have to add her into the lineup. I mean, representation matters. Yeah, right. And then for the fashion diva stars, I mean, in my head canon, like Summer would have been gone for like a little while. And then she would have made her reappearance in the fashion diva stars line, because mm-hmm. obviously we don't want Miranda to be considered the replacement. No. And she would have been added in all three lines. So like the first wave, the second wave, the third wave, all that, like Summer would have been there. I would, I would really would have loved to see a Summer fashion diva star. I'm very interested. Yeah. When I ever, if I find another listing for this doll, I would have to probably take off the head and put her on a fashion diva star's body and like yeah. give her little accessories. And another item, well, I have two other ones. Another thing I would have added was the diva star's boys, but in mm. this size, like mm-hmm, they should have made mm-hmm. all four guy dolls and like should have had like given them their own specific personality. I don't know any of their names and I don't know what they look like. So I'm just going to like just... Yeah. Wing it. Just like give them like a specific like dynamic between the girls. I mean, or even like make a prom line where two dolls are kind of like boxed together. Yeah. Um, and if there's like a like since there's five diva stars in my head canon, like five diva stars together, like make a fifth character, like make a an Asian boy. Like why yeah, not? Yeah, why not? Why was there no like Asian representation in the you diva stars? I, I want to know. Notice that. <laughs> we need we need a sixth girl now. <gasps> oh, oh Ooh, oh, we need a six God. diva star. <gasps> I'm Me seeing it now. Oh, and you know Ooh. what's even better? What? So if we really want to do inclusionary thing with everything, make that six girl one of the other girl's girlfriends. <gasps> make them a gay couple. Make them They're in the 2022. Yes. <laughs> Reboot. <laughs> Yeah, one prom set that has the gay couple and they're like, yes. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can you I'm imagine? Seeing, I'm seeing her in blue for some reason. I don't know. She's I feel like she would look good in like blue and purple. Yes. Oh. I had ideas about We need this. to figure I out actually, a name. We need to figure I out a name. I had an idea. Yes. I had an idea. Maybe like Jenny or like Liana <gasps> or something. I was thinking she could be voiced by Janice Kawaii, who voiced Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot because she's Japanese American. Ooh, 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 ooh. Mm. 
You know what? You brought up the name Courtney earlier, and I feel like that's a very white, very Y2K name to me. I'm I'm feeling Courtney. Yes, know. Courtney. Courtney. Yes, Teen like, Skipper had like a Courtney Jenny. doll. I feel like Courtney's just like such a doll name. Like I think Barbie's used it a bunch. And plus, so. like Courtney was kind of like a mean girl name. Like they had like yeah. the name in like As Told by Ginger. There was a girl named Courtney, and also the movie Jawbreaker had Courtney Shane, plays played by Rose McGowan. Oh I feel goodness. like more. I I don't know why, but I'm like I feel like if it's like kind of giving that representation too, because I feel like it's something else that a lot of Asian people get flack about is the fact of unfortunately we can't really pronounce their names. Uh-huh. So like those yeah. like say like we need like pronunciation and I feel bad because I think a lot of them get flack for that where they're like people can't pronounce my name and it's like I think if we're gonna choose a name we should choose like one that is like kind of like part of that culture like maybe something that's a little easier Mm -hmm. possibly but it's like still it's like something that's part of that culture because I'm like I think the Japanese names are beautiful names like Mm -hmm. oh yeah um, for sure yeah like because one one person I I don't know if she's necessarily Japanese descent I think based off of her first name she probably is um, she just recently did uh, the main character for Centaur World, which is a fantastic series, and as well as the My Little Pony series. She played, I um, can't remember the pony's name. But uh, is it Kazumi Adams or Evans or something? Nope, it's a Kimiko Glenn. <gasps> okay. And right. she has an amazing singing voice. Amazing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Let's add a sixth girl to the diva stars, like fashion diva stars. Let's <laughs> well, add the Asian girl. Her name's still kind of under wraps. We're we're figuring that out. It's personality. I was thinking maybe yeah, personality. Hobbies. What are her hobbies? What does she do? I would say she'd be like the traveler of what the girl group, maybe. Like really into different cultures, like especially her own. Mm. But is there is there like a bookworm girl, like a reader? No, Not really. Actually, that would be really maybe good. Like, like maybe that make could her- be fun. I'm trying to think of like the tropes. Like, yeah, what were the tropes of the day? Right. I think it's funny because like we we do have Tia who's like the techno nerd buzz. Like, yeah, we don't have like a D&D girl. OK, yeah. yeah. The one that's really into like math and like school and stuff. Right. We don't have like the nerdy girl. So it's like that. Like we have the geek, which is Tia. But it's like I mm-hmm. think to me, I'm like, I'm always like there's a distinct difference between yeah. nerd and geek. Yeah. It's like a techno geek, which I yeah. think is kind of cool. Honestly, I'm like, I don't. Really see the yeah. Geek in it, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then. The other idea I had, so the Diva Stars only had two video games, and that was the one for PC and the one for the Game Boy Color. Mm, yes. I would say they should have released more games for like consoles, like the PlayStation, mm. the GameCube, or even like the Nintendo 64. Like they should have made like yeah. the Diva Stars Mall Mania game, but like not only for the Game Boy Color, but for like PC, like the Game Boy Advance or like whatever was out at that time. Like we could have seen the diva stars in like 3d graphics which i don't know if that would look terrifying Ooh, or like cool interesting cg can you imagine right i mean the, like, the, if they went the feet yeah it was like if they went with like the fashion doll kind of proportions i think it'd be better yeah but i mean yeah, like probably. yeah i mean yeah. yeah 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 and if the tv series would have happened i would have probably went with a slice of life like almost like a yes. as told by ginger or like a brace mm. face kind of my approach. favorite kind of show i love a slice definitely yeah love it yeah um did any of you guys did you guys play the pc game or have the pc game i have it right here <gasps> I, I played it. it i played yeah. it it's not the best game in the world but it's no. definitely a very interesting game yeah so essentially the diva stars are at the mall and you kind of have to pick a girl and choose like a specific section so there's like a clothes like shop 
there's a music shop and then there's a hairstyling shop. And then Mm -hmm. they have these things called diva challenges where you're kind of like, you're supposed to take this challenge and you get tokens in response, like in response. So you can like go to the arcade. And then some of the response are like, they have like these requests. So you have to kind of like fulfill that request and you would get like four tokens in response. And, um, I will say some of them were like the hairstyles were really funky, like very cool. Mm -hmm. Like there was some like braids going on. Like that would definitely work for Tia. Yeah. Mm. And then like the outfits, I feel like the outfits were like all recycles of like the fashion packs, which are kind of boring. Like some of them were kind of just like recolors. Like they all had the same like silhouette and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like the music spot, there's like four different genres and you can kind of like pick a genre and like pick the B and like whatever it was interesting and then <clears throat> there was this thing though like I played Nikki's part and for some reason it doesn't really give hints like she'll just say like I want music to play at like a gym or something mm-hmm. and I try to do every option possible and for some reason it wouldn't go to like the one that I really wanted like the phone wouldn't ring and I don't know if that was like if the game was incomplete before it got released but yeah it might have been a little bug it 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 was a little weird so you could only get like two tokens for that one um but if you go to the arcade they would have like three arcade games so there's like a roller skating game there's tic-tac-toe and I think there's one where you have to like pick up stuff flying from the air and just like into the bag and then like if you earn enough like tickets for like a specific girl you could get them like secrets or like some sort of like special item. So there'd be like clothes, hairstyles and like music beats. And it's very interesting. It's obviously not like the best game ever, but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's charming. And you could also like earn secrets and like learn more about your divas. Like, yeah, I remember specifically that summer's interest was that she wants to become a Marine biologist that makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. Now I remember playing it when I was younger and I really, I remember really liking how the girls kind of had theme songs. I feel like, I don't know if they were, but in my mind they were. Yeah. And, uh, I like the art for the mall. Like, oh like, yeah. And you could like talk to them on a cell phone, right? You could like text a bit here and there. Oh yeah. They had like the diva chat thing where you could kind yeah. of like learn like, like the siblings or like what their favorite yeah, color is or favorite yeah, music. Yeah. Like I remember Alexa has like an older sister and two younger brothers. Nikki has like a younger brother and an older brother. Summer, I believe has two younger brothers. And then uh-huh. Tia, I believe has a younger sister and an older sister. So a lot of, siblings. I mean, we don't, I mean, we don't learn about them obviously besides no. Nikki's brother, but Ricky. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Air Kitty, did you play it at all? Or do you have any uh, fond memories? We were too poor for that game too. Gotcha. But, gotcha. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I, I I do remember seeing videos of it. I do remember wanting the game as a kid because obviously at the end of every single webisode, they had mm. the ad for it. Um, and I do have to say, while I did, um, while I did see the whole thing, where I was like, oh, wasn't that great? I will say the one thing that was really great about it is the idea that you technically, this was kind of like our first, like, introduction to the idea of you could technically make your own diva star you could technically make Mm. yourself as a diva star yeah you could i will say though was there a commercial made for the diva star cd wrong game or am i just making that up i i don't know i think there was one like on the website but i don't think it was actually like promoting the game like like a full advertisement like a full like commercial 
I think it was more like there was like a very short kind of like with the webisodes at the end like it was a very short like here's the yeah. game yeah and it would have like music from the game featured in the webisodes right and of the ones that we currently can watch or like play the only ones that I hear are Alexa and Summer's themes I don't know if Nikki and Tia's were ever used for the webisodes mm-hmm. hmm. I love those songs so they're so nostalgic to me my favorite's Tia. I just love how like funky it yes. is. Um, we should use that for like the credits of the episode, I would say. Oh, I I have plans. I have plans. Don't you worry about it. Um, but mm-hmm. Air Kitty, how would you, would you have done anything different for the DSR's brand or handled anything differently? Any ideas? I'm, I'm trying to think like, obviously, like uh, I would have obviously added the guys had a little bit more diversity with the genders and stuff like that because mm-hmm. on top of that um another thing that came to mind because I think I would have done a lot of stuff like Justin although I think a lot of my critiques would have been more towards the technology aspect of it, the website yeah because because yeah. Mattel did really do well with that and I'm like at this point I'm like I don't even care about the dolls come back at this point I'm like Mattel yep. just bring back the website and prove that yeah yeah yeah. But, <laughs> yeah but I love the idea of yes adding a six doll I think um personality wise I probably would have gone a little bit more in depth with the girls themselves like you know add the different like uh sexualities and stuff like that add more representation like that as mm-hmm. well as maybe even add like a doll that's like that is non-binary or agender mm-hmm. or like you know just somewhere in between like they kind of have styles from both genders in a sense yeah um yeah yeah and it's just to kind of give more representation in that sense um I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I probably would have done a lot more interactive activities, more of the quizzes, because mm-hmm. I really did actually really like those. Yeah. I, I would yeah. have absolutely loved a console game for oh. the Diva Stars. Like, even now, yeah. I'm like, I am not a huge mobile phone games person. Yeah. Um, I am definitely a mm-hmm. console person. I will pay $60 for a console game before I will pay any money towards a mobile game but i'm like mm-hmm. at this point i'm like Mattel, please for the love of god just <laughs> add diva stars as a mobile game at this point i don't care just that's something how that's bring how it back Justin somehow is. yeah exactly add them as trophies for something in barbie's game i don't care yeah. or like a mattel game like they should try to like do like a mattel like throwback like 2000s like barbie and they should maybe have like a diva stars dolls like an accessory right because i know those barbie rewind dolls they've just been focusing on the 80s and don't get me wrong i love the 80s but they really need to expand to other decades like the 60s 70s 90s 2000s like not just the 80s like i will be here for those 2000s oh yeah if they look right they will look stunning i'm sorry oh my god love that so good yeah no definitely but i'm like yeah with the whole like mattel game it's like all the first thing i thought of was like mattel super smash or something like that because super right? smash is like one of the Ooh, top selling games that would be interesting else is a smash clone why not exactly yeah. this is barbie like, they yeah. have enough ips to do it i think monster high mm-hmm. in there something. and barbie yeah, yeah I was gonna say, and barbie yeah, and Barbie's had so many different professions. I don't know. You could add. I don't know how many skins you could add. So to many skins. <laughs> so many skins. Hundreds of skins. My God. Oof. You imagine? Although yes. I feel like a lot of people would want to see like a Bratz versus Barbie fight or mm, something. Yeah, it would make sense because obviously the legal woes between the town and GA. <laughs> the rivalry. It's coming out strong. Um, as as we wrap it up and kind of come to a close here, um, Justin, do you want to talk about? Soul surprise you've uh, you created. 
All right. So I saved the surprise for the end of the episode. I had ideas of doing this for a while now, but I recently just completed it. I made Diva Stars mixes for all five divas. So I was heavily inspired by a lot of the mixes that came with the, like a lot of the mixes that came for like other Mattel brands, like Barbie with like the So Cali Girl line. Like they would have the little CDs with like the five mm -hmm. songs on it. My scene, the spring break mixes, those came with the spring break dolls. And yeah. then I believe the Flavas had like a Flavas award CD or something mm -hmm. that had like three different songs from different artists. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to create kind of like five mixes for all the girls in a specific style. And I wanted to go through like different artists from like, say, 1999 to like 2003. And I would say that if this would have come with like a specific doll line. It would have come with the glitter to glam or at least like another line that would have come out in like late 2003 or maybe even late to early 2004. And mm -hmm. of course, Summer is included here. We're not leaving that girl out. Yes. Um, but yeah, I did initially plan on making these also YouTube videos, but unfortunately Tia and Nikki's mixes got blocked worldwide. So I had to delete all the videos, but I kept all the descriptions, uh -oh. but Again, I won't go into further detail. You can just listen to the episode or listen to the mixes on Spotify and on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Vanessa will link all of them. So. Links always be down below. For sure. Every, every playlist. All right. So let's get through all the mixes. So we're going to start off with Alexis Mix. And mm -hmm. on Alexis Mix, we have Chillin' by Majo. My Heart Goes Boom by French Affair. I Don't Like Anyone by Dream. Groove Jet, If This Ain't Love by Spiller featuring Sophie Ellis Baxter, and You Can't Lose Me by O-Town. So I think I'm going to start off here, but you guys could definitely pick like the next songs when we get to the other girls mixes. So okay. I think for this one, I think we're going to play the French Affair track because, you know, that one's it, speaking yeah. to me. So let's just play that one. I don't know if you guys can hear it. So let's just play it. Oh, yes. gonna I, end off on that one i can i can hear the vibe of the dio stars mm. in that track mm -hmm. i don't know if With you guys like that sounds. one very well oh yeah i i could hear it and oh yeah definitely also, and then also the song has a little bit of french in it mm. which makes oh, sense for alexis character yes yeah definitely i could i was definitely thinking the same thing as i was listening i was like this is definitely alexa it's french it's that 
pop it's, music. So it's yeah, very, it's very like dance, like Euro pop, like a little bit of that teen pop from that era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I can even like the sounds. Like they use yeah. those kind of sounds. I don't know how to explain. It. I'm not a music expert, but those sounds are used in Diva Stars music. I can hear it. Definitely. For sure. All right. Um, yeah. Who's so next? We have Nikki's Mix. And on yes. Nikki's Mix, we have Tomorrow by Lilix, Hurricane by Something Corporate, Can I Go Now by Jennifer Love Hewitt, Answer the Phone by Sugar Ray, and Dress to Kill by Newfound Glory. So who wants to Ooh. pick the song for Nikki's Mix? Eric Kitty, how about you pick one? Trying to think. What was the fourth option again? Answer the phone by Sugar Ray. Trying to think. I'm thinking like Hurricane because I'm like I feel like with I'm I was thinking like gym music whatever thing whatever sounds mm. the most gym music esque. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You thinking um, Hurricane then? Do you want me to play it or do you want to play it, Justin? Um, I don't know which one's like higher quality. Like, I don't know if my mic's like you know, the highest, but you, you do the last one. You, you take a little break. I'll I'll play Hurricane. We'll do thirty seconds and get get the vibe. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. So this is Hurricane by something corporate. Let's hear. Shake down, you make me break. For goodness' sake, I think I'm on the edge of something new with you. Don't drown the sound, I'll drown you out You'll never scream so loud As I wanna scream with you I mean, I can hear that at the gym, I think. Yeah, I could definitely hear the gym. It. Yeah, yeah, it's even funnier because I imagine Nikki like just sitting there and boxing for some yep. reason. Yep. Yeah. I, I went it. for definitely like an alternative rock pop rock sound for Nikki's mix. Mm. Like definitely a lot different from Alexa's mix. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up we have is Summer's Mix. And yeah. on Summer's Mix, we have Perfect Day by Hoku, Island in the Sun by Weezer. Radio by The Coors, Staring into Space by B.B. Mack, and Tell Me When by Jennifer Page. Okay. Eric, Kitty, what are you thinking? I say you pick this time. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, it's a toss up between Perfect Day and Island in the Sun. Mm. I feel like I know the Perfect Day song. Is that the one that's used in like Legally Blonde? Is that? Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 Okay, because of that, let's do Island in the Sun. Because I feel like I might know that one, but I'm not 100%. I think you should. I think I you should. I, th- I think I do. I think I do. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, am I playing it? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you are. Okay, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, here it is. Oh, oh yes. Come on. 
forever associate the song with Mary Kay and Ashley. I just cannot not think yes. of Holiday in the Sun. <laughs> oh, yes, song. for sure. Mm. So good. For sure. So good. So summery. Oh, yeah. Good. For Summer's Mix, I wanted to go for like a more top 40 like pop rock. Not like Nikki's, like where you would listen to it on rock radio. I mean, you could listen to a couple of the songs on there, but it's more mainstream. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more happy, like something you would listen to in the sunshine. Breezy, yeah, very like yeah. season summer. Oh, yeah, not very just, s- not just by name, but like yeah, <laughs> yeah, sixties, seventies influence yes, maybe. Speech, mm. so good. All right, so next up we have is Tia's mix, and on Ooh. Tia's mix we have Full Moon by Brandy, Days Go By by Dirty Vegas, Hollaback by Mario. Get Up by Bow Wow featuring Fundisha and The One For Me by Nivea. Okay, Air Kitty, it's your turn. I don't know why I'm thinking Get Up sounds a lot like Alex or a lot like Tia. Ooh, okay, let's do it. Let's see. I'm not familiar with this one, so. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Little Bow Wow. Yep. 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 Definitely, you could hear like a little bit of like Tia listening to hip hop and techno. I mean, in the webisode, she mentioned she likes hip hop. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And I chose Bow Wow for the mix because a there was a Vibe magazine article from like or not article, but it was like this thing from 2001, and it had Tia as like one of the products, and it mentioned something about Bow Wow. So I was like, you know, I'm going to add him to the mix. And plus, Add he's from the Ohio. mix. And plus, he's from Ohio, which is where I'm from. So there, there you, you go. go. There you go. All right. Lastly, we have is Miranda's mix, and mm. on Miranda's mix, we have Miss Independent by Kelly Clarkson. That's yes. what girls do by No Secrets. Miss California by Dante Thomas. Eleven out of ten by Play, and If You Wanna by Justin Gorini. I love that you have both Kelly and Justin on this playlist. I'm just going to give that a shout out. I unintentionally thought that I was like, oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even realize that until like a few days ago. I was like, oh, wait, they were both on American Idol. I know. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. It tracks. Um, you know, as much as I love Miss Independent, I think I think we're going to give play play here and do 11 mm. out of 10. Yes. Okay, let's hear it. Let's see. <laughs> 
girl group energy yes yes we discussed a lot about play last time i was on the pod so yes is that the one that has yasmin's singer not no is that a different one different lineup but it is the same group so okay i gotcha i gotcha well justin i gotta give it up to you because like how much time did it take to figure out these songs like pairing them up with the playlist because this is a lot of work (laughs) It took a while. I planned this back in like 2018, but the songs that were on those mixes, I only had like Nikki and Summer's mixes and like some of the songs that were on those mixes would definitely not make it onto any of those mixes now. I mean, Mm. one or two would, but I had to cut some out. I had to like listen to a bunch of artists from that era and just like see which one would fit into the mix the most. And those were the ones that I thought would be perfect for the mix. So they made yeah. the cut. Well, well done. As always, links Thank you. down below. Now, guys, we have one quick little segment left for really called Quick Fires. So I'm going to ask you some questions related to the Diva Stars. I think we'll go Justin and then Air Kitty for okay. answering. And first thing that comes to your mind or whatever you're feeling right now. Okay. So favorite Diva Stars character. We kind of touch on this, but like. Alexa. Okay. Summer. Yep. Okay. Favorite pet. Favorite Diva Stars pet. I would say Fluffy. Fluffy because I love cats. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. Fluffy. Fluffy. Okay. <laughs> she had the it. best mini game. Well, in Bud's. Yeah. Fluffy too. Yeah. Fluffy yeah. Too. For sure. Um. Okay. Number three. Diva Stars or fashion Diva Stars. So which doll do you prefer? I mean, Diva Stars, that's the only option. Hello. I mean, we love Fashion Diva Stars, but they're nothing compared to the main ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Regular Diva yep. Stars. <laughs> yep. The OGs, the OGs. Um, favorite webisode? Fashion Emergency. Fashion Emergency. Classic. All of them except nine. <laughs> right. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So this one favorite doll so is there a doll that has like a favorite outfit or like oh yeah i know i, I would, know i feel like it would be in terms of like the three different spinoffs i would say of the main diva stars probably series one summer maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the mini diva stars i would say probably second wave which was the pop stars alexa she gives off so much like britney spears vibes and i love that mm-hmm and then the fashion diva stars, I would say probably the first wave Miranda, because I just love how funky and like bold yes. she is. Yes. Like she is giving off like jawbreaker. She's giving off like mean girl vibes. Like she's giving off like so many vibes that I just love. So mm-hmm. 
There you go. So many vibes. Okay. Air Kitty, how about you? Yeah, honestly, for me, when it came to toys, I was more of an accessory person or like, mm-hmm. you know, objects and houses. So for me, it was probably like the car and the scooter. But if it was an actual doll, yes. <laughs> if it was the actual doll. I think um, the very first Miranda doll they brought out that was like the OG dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, she was probably the favorite for me. Yeah. Because she was still like the others, but she had the she did have the most unique appearance yeah. out of all of them. Yeah, for sure. Okay, last one. Favorite mini game. Ooh, I would have to say, it's what tough. was the diary one? Does anyone remember the diary? Yeah, that's actually mine too. Okay, I don't, I don't remember playing the diary because again, I was born in two thousand two, so obviously I didn't get on the website. <laughs> and the diary version that's like on the internet right now doesn't work, so I don't know how it did back then. Yeah. <laughs> But if I had to choose something, I would have to say the diary because it definitely inspired many other doll lines to do like diary inspired like mm-hmm. accessories and stuff. Like the yeah. live dolls had like a diary on their website. And I think obviously Monster High had like the diaries as yeah, well. They got the diaries. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I actually thought of a uh, funny and somewhat embarrassing childhood memory of mine with the diary. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh no. So uh you guys have both watched Hey Arnold, right? Oh yeah. You know what? I'm sorry, I haven't. <laughs> I have. So Justin, you have yeah. J- Savannah, you haven't? No, or, I haven't. V- uh, Savannah, Vanessa. 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 Close wow. enough. Close enough. Close enough. Wow, Close I enough. I have no idea where that name comes from. I am so sorry. No worries. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, so basically uh well one of the one of the episodes in Hey Arnold was uh, them going to the fair. And obviously one of the girls has a major crush on this guy, but Mm -hmm. is way too much afraid to tell him. Yeah. Um, But she's, she's trying very hard to, you know, tell him in some ways, you know, get paired up with him on these rides and, you know, spend time with him. One of these rides was the tunnel of love. Of course. And apparently in this episode, they paired it wasn't like you walked up together and you said, I want to get on this ride together. No, no, no. Apparently they had you line up and mm-hmm. there was a wall separating you. So it was like a mystery game. Like, who are you going to get paired up with? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so uh, I, I remember because obviously I had never ridden a tell in love. I had never had that opportunity. Um, and if I did, I probably no one wanted to go on with me as a kid because I didn't have any guys like that. So uh, I remember writing in this diary on the diva stars web page yeah about how i wish i had a guy and we could go on the tunnel love thing and i remember my dad seeing this oh no i was like eight <laughs> i remember him looking over my shoulder and reading this and he's like what the heck <laughs> and i'm like dad i just there's nothing wrong with it i just want to have a boyfriend to go on the tunnel of love with and yeah he's hello like, that's uh. weird yeah so like, like the diaries like, did it have like already like written journals by like alexa like did she write in the journals or did it something was it something you would have to write in i think there was both actually i think there was like um there was like an entry that she had written and okay. then there was an entry you could write and then i think and this was even better and i'm kind of glad the servers were not well the servers aren't there now but <laughs> glad i didn't glad i didn't do anything with it then yeah, but I think uh, you could send in your diary entry. Oh, and then and then you could read other people's whoever's was the favorite that week. Um, oh, that's strange. That's 
So I'm just imagining. I think the magazines had that too, I believe. The magazines definitely did. They definitely I did not did. know the diary. Oh God. Like I think, I think the diary did. I'm not entirely sure, but <laughs> oh my Oof. goodness. I mean, Oof. some people do not need their deep dark secrets written. No, I'm sorry. Absolutely really not. We really yeah, don't. No. My goodness. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for doing this and talking all about Deep Stars with me. I had so much fun. Um, of course, before we leave. Anything you want to plug, any links, Justin, let's start with you and then we'll go to Eric Katie after. All right. So I have my YouTube channel, Forever Brats. I need to go subscribe to it. I mean, it's currently not active at the very moment, but I am coming back to uh, do a new video relating to Brats. I won't reveal much. I already said this in a previous episode, but that is currently (laughs) in production. Very excited. And then I have my Instagram, which is also Forever Brats, but with an extra Z at the end. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. active on there. And I'm also on Twitter, which is Forever Brats XOXO. So go follow me there. And yeah, there you go. Awesome. That's my social media. Okay. Eric Katie, anything you want to plug before we go? Right now, I only have the YouTube channel. Maybe in the future, I'll have other social media, but I don't trust yeah. them. So right Fair now, enough. it's just the YouTube channel, just dabbling in variety. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into the unique and complex ways of how to find that, but. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, <laughs> just because the name doesn't exactly, how I, the username itself doesn't exactly match up to the actual name, name of the channel. Gotcha. Cause it's like, yeah, it's like XX dabbling. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That. Part of that. Yeah. We were all part of that XX. Time. Right. So if we're, if we're adding links to stuff, you can happily add links to my channel. I don't care. It's probably okay. going to be a lot easier for people to find. He deserves the <laughs> cool. recognition. So there you go. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. As always, links will be down below. Okay, guys, and that is going to be it for the Beyond the Brats edition of Diva Stars. I hope you guys enjoyed. I know it's been forever since another installment of the Beyond the Brats kind of like mini series. And honestly, with me being in school full time and this podcast probably not being as frequent, I don't know when the next edition will be. Um you know, fingers crossed, I can maybe do something, but at the time of this recording, I'm not in school, but, like, by the time this post, I will be in school, and, like, I'm about to be busy, so if I can even get a normal podcast episode out, it might be a miracle, so Beyond the Brats, you know, she's always with us, might be well to the next edition, I do have other doll brands, some are really big, though, and they take a massive amount of research, and... It takes me a long time to do these, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Diva Stars. Thank you again to Justin and Air Kitty for coming on, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye! Wow, wow.